0: Welcome to Fire Breathing Kittens, a standalone Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Every episode is a separate, complete adventure, so you can listen to them in any order. We are joined by Jade.
1: Hello, I am Jade. I am a 52-year-old paladin with red skin, black hair, horns, and black eyeballs with no white showing. I am a paladin with the oath. Of the Crown, I served the Nikimoye city guard for 24 years.
2: Willie! Hello, everyone. It's me, Willie. Everyone's favorite dead guy. (laughs) I'm very, very tall, very, very thin, dressed like the creepiest butler you've seen, though today I've left my tie around my neck a little looser. My hair covers my eyes, which are... Not true eyes, but smoking green pits. And I have a
3: lovely smile with shark-like
0: teeth. And last but not least, Wing and Nugget.
3: Uh, Hello, my name is Wing. I am a level four Corvidian Ranger. Uh, I am feeling a little bit uh, under the weather Uh, that has been going on for a couple of weeks, so that's probably normal. Uh, I am wearing a... uh, Large sombrero hat, where every now and then there's a small blinking sound as a copper coin falls into it. Uh, on top of that, I am wearing a beret. Uh, I have a, a large black hoodie on with a large pocket on the front that's rustling a little bit. And every now and then you see a little golden paw or a little golden tail sticking out of it. Sometimes a little snoot to boop. Uh, I am also wearing a very nice uh, kilt that uh, helps cover up most of my body. Because uh, normally my body is covered in fetters, but for for a couple of days uh, I have not had fetters on there. So I'm more of like a plucked chicken look. Uh, The bit of skin you do see here and there is, uh, you know, covered in uh, weird skin growths that form kind of weird forms and symbols nowadays. That's probably just some kind of allergic reaction, so there's nothing to worry about. Um, I have uh, glinting beady black eyes that uh, are currently have a a glowing red bit of ember in there. So probably just an uh, irritation or something.
0: Okay. um, And those are the party of adventurers that we have for today's session. So, you guys are all currently hanging out at the Fire Breathing Kittens Guild Hall. It is a Thursday morning. Pretty early in the morning. It's like 7 or 8 a.m., Like, you all have your reasons for being here this early. Um, you also appear to be the only guild members you see there. It's just the three of you. The rest people are only, like, two or three, because who hangs out at a bar at seven or eight eight in the morning? And they're either just regulars, uh, commoners who have a membership to the club, or fry-breathing kittens you have not met yet. Um... And yeah, looking at the job posting board, you only see one job, and that's, like, the Blue Dragon job that's been there for a while. Um, It was taken down for a little bit, but then put back up. Uh, I don't know, something's up with that. And one more thing. Um, So, Wing, you... Something's different. Like, you notice something's a bit off. Like... And you guys kinda of noticed that too, but let's see if you guys can place it. I need everyone to make a quick perception check.
3: Ooh. Uh that's a netro twenty for a twenty-four. Ooh, only fourteen for me.
0: Okay. Five. So, um Wing, you notice this immediately. Because <laughs> you've gotten so used to the sound of like a copper just plinking into your the your sombrero with the other coppers. You don't hear it anymore. And um Willie, you noticed that too because you've been spending some time with with Wing. Jade, I don't know. Like it's it's pretty early in the morning. You don't you don't quite know. Like something seems different, but you can't quite place it. Wing, you also noticed that nugget um is like kind of sluggish today. It could just be that it's early in the morning, but he's also been like sneezing a bit and he starts to have these weird spots on his scale like they they're just losing their their luster a little bit. So yeah. Something is different.
3: Oh, something's going on. Mr. Willie, uh, is it unusually quiet to you as well this morning? Seems like it's quiet.
2: Yes, it is a bit off today. Uh, Willie will go to a window and just kind of like look out in the streets and see if things are normal outside as well. Or abnormal.
0: Okay, um, give me a perception check.
2: That's a five. Five.
0: Uh, it seems like, I don't know, Like it seems like just a regular Thursday morning, um, people are starting to open their shops, all that kind of stuff. It's not super bustling, but you don't expect that in the morning, except for people who are like rushing to get to their work on time. Uh, you do notice in the distance, there is a pretty fancy carriage heading towards this direction. But other than that, like everything seems pretty uh, commonplace. Hmm. Um. Yeah, but you would have noticed that. Yeah, you would have noticed the quietness and everything.
2: Cool. So I would look over um to Wang and be like, yeah, "I mean, it, it seems normal enough, but there's something in the air. It seems." Also, yeah. what's up with your coins?
3: That they're, they're not jingle jangling. <laughs> my coins? I take off my sombrero hat and I look inside it, and it's. It's not as stuffed with copper coins as it usually is. <gasps> Someone took my copper coins. They're not falling anymore. Where are my copper coins?
1: Oh, has there been a theft?
3: I, I believe so. Someone has taken uh the, the the sky bank in the sky that has given me copper coins.
1: Let's make a list of suspects.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh uh Willie will attempt to like look for a chalkboard and roll it out. <laughs> <laughs> we've got a chalkboard, we've got chalk we're writing on it. Okay.
1: Do you have any people who have a grudge against you?
2: Or perhaps this Skybank. My right sky bank suspects. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, let's see. Um Hmm. It's hard to say. Everybody really loves uh, me and Nugget. Hmm. Let's see. Well, uh there was this one time I sold my soul to someone. Uh, maybe he uh, he he stole my coppers. There was this other time that I did a little dance for this uh, sorcerer woman, and she didn't really like it. So maybe she was like, "Oh, he can dance now. I'm gonna steal his coppers." And then there was another time where, let's see, hmm, just scratch is Willie writing I all this to, down? Am I supposed <laughs> to pay some some money to be in the guild or something? Because I have definitely not been doing that. So maybe they took my my copper for that. Uh, I got this new kilt from you, Jade. Uh, Did you want money for it? And did you take my coppers for that or something?
1: Oh, no. My son would never use that again. He is off in college. He has a tiny dorm room. He does not have room for a kilt now.
3: Okay, good. Because it's very comfy. So I I really didn't want to give it back. Uh, William started writing Jade
2: and then starts erasing it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe Sasha, my son's name.
2: (laughs) Hmm, Sasha. Suspect? Question mark? Mm.
1: <laughs> Revenge, returns, kilt, or dies.
3: <laughs> I know. He's very attached to this girl, apparently, after all.
1: So, you say, the sorcerer woman, not my son, I promise, he is busy with college, he's in the School of Divinity. The sorcerer woman, the... Now, you said, you sold your soul? Tell me more about that. <laughs>
3: Oh no, that, that's that's nothing. Uh, I was told you don't use it anyway, so you can just as well sell it. Uh, what did you get for it? One million gold pieces, eventually.
1: Oh, these capel pieces?
3: Well, well, it was uh, it was more of a uh, money over time kind of deal, you know. I eventually get a million, I I think.
1: Wow, that is fantastic. And you do not have to do any additional things to get this kappa for your entire life?
3: No, it's passive revenue stream. It's the new way of doing business.
1: (laughs) And there's no way for us as characters to know that that isn't correct, right? I guess not. We're just like, huh? well,
2: I don't know why your kappa dried up.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I don't think uh, you guys would. No, you guys wouldn't know.
2: Uh, Could I attempt to make an arcana under the theory that... Either something is wrong with Wing's soul, because if his soul, like, became forfeit, then the deal would end and he wouldn't get the coins anymore. Or there's something wrong with the person or place the coin is coming from. And so, like, the river's dried up.
0: Uh, yes, you, c- you can make an intelligence arcana chick to kind of make those, to see if, like, you can make those connections.
2: Just, like, between the two, maybe one would be more plausible, perhaps. Yeah. I'm gonna... I'm gonna use my flashback and get, uh... I think it was Wilhelm the Wizard to help me out with this. Ooh, okay. That helps. Alright. So that is a total of a 17. 17. Um, Yeah, and Willy's hair grows, like, longer, straighter. His posture kind of crooks over... And he goes, oh, it's like, it's a creaky old man's voice. But uh, yeah, what what do I get from the check?
0: So yeah, channeling um, Wilhelm, this wizard who has devoted a lot of his life studying eldritch, unnatural um, beings who deal in souls. You can guess that, yeah, it would most likely have something to do with that. Um, Well, like it's it's possible like either one of those two outcomes but it's more likely that since he already sold his soul that was a done deal there is some other part of the deal that perhaps he hasn't been fulfilling maybe that's mm. why the deal is kind of off
2: now wing
3: do you remember the first time we met ah uh, well we have met each other many times which first time you mean the museum when we were attempting to read
2: a plaque and you were like oh i've got this and then immediately realized you did not know how to read do I you think that, yes do you think this deal might be a little bit like that situation where maybe you jumped in with both feet and there might be an aspect we're forgetting
3: <laughs> no no i don't think so there was no uh, no thing to read so probably not well i trust you <laughs> <laughs> Oh no,
2: that's unfortunate. Uh, I do shoot a glance at Jade, though. Um, but I mean, yeah, I don't know the terms of the deal, so it, yeah. Wing probably doesn't either. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, uh, <laughs> these two teens have done their best detective work. Uh, <laughs> it's a case solved. Yeah, case. But, um, okay, well then... Huh. Yeah, I'm stumped. Uh, I guess I'll look outside and see if that carriage is any closer.
0: Um, yes, actually. So, at this point, while you guys have been discussing, the carriage has been approaching and approaching, and it stops right outside the guild hall. Um, do you stay outside the guild hall and see what happens, or do you go back inside?
3: Uh Uh-oh. A fancy carriage. It is debt collectors again. I did Nolusak forget to pay again? Oh no!
0: And you guys, you guys can see that through the uh, door that Willie has opened. That there is a carriage that stopped just outside. Um, so yeah, from the carriage steps out a um a figure with with a cloak. Uh, she steps out gracefully, and um, like yeah, at first like you can't, you can't rec- really recognize who this is, but um, as soon as she looks up, you immediately. Re- immediately recognize her as your fellow guildmate, Stella. Um, yeah, she is a, uh, very pale, pretty tall, um, woman who looks at first like a silver-slash-white tiefling, but you guys know that she's actually half-dragon. And she greets you, Willie, and says, Oh, hey, Willie, nice to see you.
2: Oh, hello, Stella. And he gives her a wink, but just, uh, nothing happens. Uh, <laughs>
0: Um, you can't really see, like, what expression she has fully because she's wearing sunglasses. She always wears the sunglasses and a cloak when she goes outside. And, um, says, oh, well, yeah, I was actually looking for, um, for a few people. You'd be great for this, actually. So, um, yeah, so she just, like, kind of walks out of the carriage and into the guild hall. Uh, Do you follow? Yeah.
3: I'm already excited, yeah, so.
0: (laughs) Okay. Uh, oh, oh, uh, Jade! If it isn't the coolest retired guard in all of Nicomoy, and Wing, nice to see you again. Oh, Wing, what happened to your feathers? I could have sworn you had some the last time I saw you. She looks very. She looks pretty concerned, and she takes off her sunglasses, um, so you can see like her glacier blue eyes.
3: Oh yeah, I think I. Uh, you gave me some nice feathers, but I think I. Uh, they may have been lost. Sorry.
0: Oh, um. Well, that's alright. I, I use the reindeer of the feathers to make you a, uh, to make you something. Um, if you want, you can, like, pick it up at, at my place. Uh, but, yeah, she's just gonna look at the, um, at the job board. And <laughs> you can tell she's a bit, like, uh, flustered, like there's something kind of going on. But, um, she kind of looks at the job for, for a second and says, Oh, looks like there's nothing there. Well, were you guys looking for something to do?
2: Uh, Willie will scoot away the, uh, sky bank theory board, uh, for <laughs> now and go like, uh, yeah, sure, Jade, uh, hey, uh, Wayne, maybe, you know, do something, get your mind off this strange morning.
3: It's just regular morning, isn't it? But, yeah, sure. Miss Jade, are you coming as well? Okay. Oh, yes, he coming. Good to be protected.
0: <laughs> okay, uh... So yeah, she just like kind of looks at you all and says, um, "Well, I kind of need your help with something." Um, she, she like thinks about it for a second and says, "Well, my sister um, Ruby. I was wondering if you could, uh, if you could maybe look after her for a day. I was supposed to, but then I got like this really good modeling gig and I just I I had to go. So I was hoping that you guys could help with it since." I already know and trust you guys pretty well. And she looks at Wing and you like already have experience in like, uh, well, having certain companions. She kind of like looks around and sees that you're not the only people in the guild hall. She doesn't want to say much and says, so yeah, I was wondering if you guys could maybe look after her for the day and like, we can discuss payment with my family. I can't pay you, but maybe they can.
1: I have raised two children to adulthood, and they did not perish, so I could probably handle a child.
3: <laughs> that's that's the baseline we're going for, they did not <laughs> perish. That's.
0: <laughs> I mean, pretty much.
3: <laughs> I had
2: three mothers, so I suppose I'm, I've probably got a deft hand at
3: mothering myself. I'm adopted.
1: Okay. Well, you had a sibling, so you know how to take good care of a sibling.
3: Oh, yes, I do take out. Oh no, it's <laughs>
0: <Take that> nugget. <laughs> so um she kind of says like okay, yeah, you guys would be actually perfect for this. Um she's a bit special needs, let's just put it that way. I can I can tell you more on the carriage ride home.
2: Uh wonderful.
0: Alright, so um being now pretty happy since you guys uh are helping her, she um Kind of, like, goes back and, like, towards the door and she says, shall we? And then she's gonna, like, leave and go into the carriage. Well, escort you guys into the carriage, if you guys will go.
1: Yeah. Uh,
2: yep,
3: yeah, I head out. This is such a fancy ride. Oh.
0: Yeah, it's, um, it's my brother's. He let me borrow it. Uh. He'll be dropping me off at a spa later today. Um. Yeah, that's why I'm so early, so up so early in the morning. You see, I can't even get my words straight. But anyways, now that we don't have anyone around to hear, my baby sister is a full dragon. So (laughs) yeah, I'm a half dragon, but she's a full dragon. She's half red, half silver, and she's really young. She's like a toddler, kind of. So that's how she's special needs. She's, she can be dangerous.
2: (laughs) Oh well, I'm very hard to kill, so this will be fine. I am fire resistant,
0: so you're gonna resist one side of her, uh, her breath, I guess, or her
1: bites. That's that's good. Yeah, it's better than nothing.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. Is the other side like like you? Like you said, it was silver.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm half silver, dragon, half elf. I don't know what kind of elf, but. I think I might be dark elf since dark elves, um, if, if they're, like, half elves from dark elves, are usually albino, and I am, but, yeah, uh, she's half silver, like, I am, and half red, like, her father, and she's actually been in an egg for, like, ever since I was born, and she just hatched, like, last year, so, yeah, apparently, like, my mom didn't even think she was gonna hatch, but she did.
3: Aww. I like I like take out Nugget and I look at him and he's like, Nugget, what do you think about silver dragons? And he's kinda like Rrr. And then you see uh, a slight uh a white light uh emanating between his scales, and he is now attuned to uh uh the gold elemental. So he's uh kinda like a silver dragon now, only he's still golden skilled.
0: Oh, oh that's really cool. He can um Nugget like can glow. <gasps> and she she like appears very uh like entranced by it.
3: Yes, I, that that was my uh once a day ability. Uh, normally I can uh, summon a Drake companion, but since Nugget is always with me, uh I kinda just use it uh I can do it once a day to kinda switch up what his uh his elemental achievement is. So now he's uh, he's a little bit cool, you can use him like an ice pack. It's very nice. <laughs> Dude, that's sick.
0: <laughs> that's that's really cool. Um So, uh, yeah, Stella kind of, um, continues kind of describing Ruby in a way. So, yeah, she's, like, she's really cool looking. Um, she's, like, modeled kind of red and silver. Well, you'll see when you, um, when you get there. But, yeah, she doesn't always control her breath very well, so sometimes it doesn't come out, sometimes it's just fire, sometimes it's ice, sometimes it's both, and that's when you really gotta watch out, because both of them at once, it's weird, and it's Powerful. And she kind of like, um, <laughs> a mild PTSD look. Because <laughs> she's probably experienced that.
3: So she's kind of uh, half hard, half cold.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You can say you can say that. Um, so then she kind of like, thinks for a second and says, so yeah, like normally we have another babysitter named Avi. She's, uh, she's a Corvidian like you actually, um, Wing. Huh? Yeah, and she, she's like really tall and strong and yeah, well, she, she likes bird people, so I think she'll like you, a nugget. And uh you guys can be like she um gestures at Willie and Jade. You guys can be like her cool aunt and uncle.
2: <sighs> uh Willie smiles his big weird smile. Aww. It doesn't really go it goes up as much as it goes down. So just he's showing all of his teeth. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Um, has
0: Stella seen this smile before?
2: (laughs) Uh, it's a new thing he's trying out.
0: Oh. Um, she kind of, like, (laughs) looks at you. Um, she's gonna make an insight check. So, make a persuasion check, I guess, to see if, like, your meaning is conveyed.
2: Ooh. it's probably pretty weird without the eyes. Um... Persuasion's pretty good, because I am charisma-based, so that is a, uh, 21.
0: Okay, so, like, and what is, like, the meaning of the smile? Is it, like, a friendly one? Is it, like, yeah, what kind of smile is it? Yeah,
2: that was, uh, that was flattering. Mm -hmm. Like, you get to be your your cool aunt and uncle. So I was like, that makes me happy, so I'm supposed to smile.
0: I see. So then, um, Stella, seeing that, like, she was, like, for a second, she was like, huh? And then she just, like, smiles. And she's just like, well, yeah, I hope that you guys enjoy her. <laughs> um, I guess.
3: Willie is just like a real boy. He smiles. I smile.
2: I know how to eat food.
4: <laughs>
2: God, that's, I'm like halfway there.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, like, thank you so much for helping me with this. And, um, yeah, she seems pretty, a bit more relaxed than she, than she was initially. <laughs>
3: Oh yeah, no problem. We are always happy to help out the uh, fellow fire-breathing kitten. What is this? Uh, you said you had a, a modeling uh, gig?
0: Oh, uh, yeah. So I've been doing some modeling as kind of a side hustle. Um, Like the most successful thing that I've done really is just like a, a small little feature in Rogue Magazine. Like that's the... um, And you guys, give me a history check.
3: Rogue Magazine. Ooh. The magazine you have to steal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, It's a uh, 12 for me
1: Okay 15 flat on the dice for
2: Jade Uh, 18 And that's with a plus 1 So I'm rolling spicy today
0: Nice Some high rolling for you guys So you guys have all like You have, all have varying uh, degrees of familiarity with Rogue Magazine It's like a kind of a fashion magazine But it's a queer fashion magazine it's um, it's very like sort of edgy, sort of like um, avant-garde kind of stuff, and new fashion trends, all that kind of stuff, and um, like Jade, you know that, uh, <laughs> you know that your daughter um, Adele and and your um, she she's into that magazine. She likes to read it, and Willie, you've definitely seen that some of those magazines around your uh, around your house, <laughs> as various people like to read them. And you actually saw the latest one, and you did see the picture of Stella in it. <laughs> and she was, like, wearing kind of a goth um, dress and uh, <laughs> and had an ice-made uh, dagger in her in her hand. <laughs> but still looked, like, cute, not edgy. She, it was, like, a weird combination of, like, cute and edgy.
2: <laughs> oh, gnarly.
0: Um, so, yeah, she says that Well, um, I recently got offered a gig to be the, to be kind of like the face of a new company, a perfume company called Ice Queen. And I don't know, they saw my, what I did in Vogue and they liked it. And I was pretty much hired when I said that I can do my own ice effects. So yeah, that's what's going on.
2: Oh, well that sounds like a fun day.
0: Yeah. And, um, my brother is taking me to the spa as well. Like he's just going to drop me off there. So excited for that.
3: You're moving up in the world. Very nice.
0: So, um, yeah, like you guys continue making a conversation, idle conversation, as uh, as the carriage drives to the Argentine estate, which is 31157 Trigony Lane hmm. in Elysian Fields, outside of Nicomoy. So, yeah, you get there and... <laughs> Wing and Will, you guys have been here before under very uh, strange circumstances. <laughs> um, just, evening was falling.
2: <laughs> yeah, I just put my hand on Wing's like leg, and I'm like, I look at him very nervously. Oh no, are we gonna get crushed by a glacier again? I don't know, Wing. I just don't know.
0: <laughs> oh, you must be talking about my mom. Uh, yeah, she she got really annoyed by those sunblades. So <laughs> I'm sorry that that happened to you. Um, she's not here right now. My brother is, but he's I don't know. He's he's a bit more chill, I guess, than she is.
3: <laughs> in uh, in one of the front yards of one of the neighboring houses, you see some discontinued and abandoned uh, lights and effects equipment. <laughs>
2: Willie flips up his collar,
3: he puts up the figurehoodie like i don't I don't think uh, our uh, previous clients uh,
2: <laughs>
3: want our services here anymore, yes, yes, maybe let's get in the house quickly,
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, and then Stella kind of turns to jade and says jade have you have you been here before I'm not sure if you have
1: uh no, I have never been
0: well, you get the pleasure of seeing the Argentina state finally." <laughs> And it um, looks very
1: lovely. But they're beautiful home.
0: Um yeah, she like kind of beams at you all, puts her uh hood back on and sunglasses back on, exits the carriage, and um like stepping out of the carriage, you see this beautiful, like white, blue and silver sprawling mansion at the end of this long driveway, and all of these like well manicured, well taken care of um like gardens and plant life with varying statues around. Made of marble, some plated with silver. Some looks like it's ice, but is not melting, even though it's fairly warm out—definitely above <laughs> freezing. Um, those are like the stranger things you can see. Um, you can also see a pool somewhere within there, and a little kind of dice with a with a shrine to a dragon. And like, yeah, um, you see milling around are various employees of the Argentine estate, including gardeners, landscapers and general, like, maintenance staff. And they kind of just, like, do a slight bow to Stella if they're not bu- busy. So, yeah. She's one of the nobility of the estate.
3: <laughs> can I uh, touch one of the, the, the ice statues to see why it's, it's... It's like, eh, it's it's ice, but it no melt. Why it no melt?
1: Uh,
0: sure, go ahead. And, um... Yeah, st- that's fine. You can do that. Uh... <laughs> So when you touch it, it does feel cold to the touch, but like not as cold as ice, like not as cold as that glacier that was dropped on you, you know? But it is it is cold. Um cooler than glass. So you would think at first it's glass by its texture, but you can feel like the ice emanating off of it. It's it's weird.
3: This is not regular ice. It's ice ice.
1: Baby. Da, 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 da.
0: <laughs> so it's kind of like um it's kind of like the first kind of uh you know the anime fairy tale like uh one of the first few episodes there was like this monster encased in permanent ice that doesn't melt like that's kind of what it is so it's it's just ice that will never melt um yeah
3: are people encased in this ice
0: uh give me a perception check
3: oh no (laughs) oh that that's an eight
0: um yeah no you, you can't you can't see anything uh, trapped within the ice. You can't even see any like bubbles, even though in the very inside it's kind of like frosted. Like it's it's not perfectly um, transparent. It's still a bit translucent.
3: Wing puts his face to the to the ice like. Is there someone in there? Hello.
0: You hear the knocking resonating back at you. <laughs>
3: gonna make a quick intelligence check to know if, if we see if it notes so that it just resonates or if you think someone is knocking back from the inside
0: yeah i give you the intelligence check <laughs> i'm so curious oh that's
3: a six. <laughs> oh no miss jade they have trapped people in ice here call <laughs> the god i know
1: <laughs> i'd take out my sword
2: willie goes like guys act like you've been here before okay
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, and like meanwhile stella's just like watching like stifling a
2: laugh <laughs> Be cool, be cool, guys.
1: Um, I mean, one of my friends is telling me to hit a thing with my sword, and the other person's telling me not to. I guess I'll perception check to evaluate myself if I should or not.
0: That's yeah, a three. Can a percent- <laughs> no. Yeah, like you can't tell it's it's a bit frosty on the inside, but <laughs> it's big enough to hold a person. But it doesn't. Like it's carved. It's a statue of basically a dolphin. So, oh. um, yeah. It's a, it's a dolphin statue, and Stella's going to fight up and, says, and say, well, I mean, I don't know what my mom does with these statues, but I'm pretty sure there's no one encased in there. But hey, I mean, if you guys want to see, you can go ahead.
1: I'm going to roll a dice. Okay, and on a zero to a ten, I'm going to hellish smite this, this statue. And on an eleven to a twenty, I'm going to not. All right, here's what we're going to do. <laughs> that is a sixteen. So Ugh. I'm not going to hellish smite the statue, but I am going to put my sword away while glaring at Wing for almost making me smite a statue.
2: <laughs> Willie, the character, is, like, <laughs> relieved. The player really wanted you to hellish smite that dolphin statue. Uh, <laughs> i <laughs> <love it> <laughs> up <laughs> to fate. Also, just the idea that there's someone trapped in it is so, so good. <laughs>
3: The first time you bring your friends over to your house. <laughs> <laughs> Immediate property
4: damage. <laughs> you didn't
3: want this statue, been there.
0: right? <laughs> like, um, yeah, that's why she was, like, chill about it, because she's just, like, I mean, <laughs> I don't know how chill her mom would be about that, but <laughs> it's just a statue. It's just, like, a nice statue. She can make another one.
3: Yeah, You're I a bit mean... cold about it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I pulled up the stats. It's called Searing Smite, so if I need to do it in the future, I can. Uh, but not to the statue, I guess. <laughs> I say, I say to Wing. I say, don't be so quick to judge. This, this one is ice. But if you do find a Pelson stuck in a statue in this mansion, I mean, you never know. This one is ice, but maybe a future one could have a Pelson. So make sure to check. I don't know. All right, let's keep going.
0: Yeah, Solo just says, "Let me know too if you find any people encased in ice, uh, especially if they're nice people not bad people."
3: I I will be sure to check.
1: And call back to the episode Cautsiders, where there was. I don't think anybody here has been able to listen to that episode because I put it on the hidden list. But Cautsiders has indeed people trapped in fairy tale ice that oh. can only be melted with moon drip. Okay, keep going. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's kind of what I was uh, referring to. Um, so- it was a
1: bird too. It was a bird trapped mm. in ice. just, just a bird. Going, but it's it's funny. We're on the same wavelength.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Somehow being right. feels threatened. Hmm.
0: <laughs> uh, okay, so um, yeah, now having almost destroyed a statue, like having decided not to. <laughs> What are you guys doing? Are you guys gonna explore the courtyard a bit more, or go into the, um, into the manor?
3: You said there was a pool, right? Yeah! So you know how how birds like to bathe in water and flap their wings and all that stuff? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's wing. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Okay, well, the the pool is pretty far away, like, it would be like, definitely a few minutes of running to get there, because this is a really big estate, so it's not like it's immediately there. Um, but, uh... Hmm. so do you start running there or are you just like uh...
3: I mean I, I, w- Wing looks like he's going to take off towards, towards the pool so if someone wants to grab him by the scuff of the neck we be like nah later
2: <laughs> yeah I, I think Willie will go ahead and do that like uh, Wing Wing let's go uh, maybe our dear friend Stella's sibling would like to go swimming later and we can all go together but let's uh, let's deal with for what we
3: came all right, Mr. Willie. I love you, Wing.
2: Aww. Aww. <laughs> but he does not remove his hand from the scruff of his neck as, until they get inside the palace. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair.
0: <laughs> okay. Um so going inside the manor, Stella's going to let you in. You see this um this like very luxurious kind of place. It's um it's big enough that uh, well, Wing and Will, you guys both saw Xamphira's full dragon form. She could fit in there and move around. So, like, a gargantuan creature Oof. can move around in, in the lobby. Um,
2: what, One question. Do yes. they have that thing where there's big, giant doors, but then there's smaller doors at the bottom of those doors for normal-sized people?
0: Yes. Because I is, love
2: that. Yes,
0: <laughs> they 100% have that. And Stella's going to open the small doors in the middle of the big
2: doors. Willie just points up and goes, "So classy." <laughs>
0: um yeah, the uh the, the architect of the manor would be very would be very proud if he could see that right now.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um but yeah, it's just a very like a very fancy lobby with um with a mezzanine and uh give me a perception check, everyone, as you enter.
3: 17. Oh, 11. Twelve.
0: So, Willie, you're the only one who sees this. Um, on the mezzanine, like, kind of just beyond the railing, is, um, is like, a figure with uh, large silver wings, kind of, like, looking toward the door expectantly. Um, and something's about to happen. Uh, are you going to do anything before that happens?
2: Mm, can I make an insight check to see if this is a danger or, like, a something not danger
0: yes you can
2: okay uh there's the bad roll i knew it was coming uh Uh, insight sorry that's a seven
0: a seven um you can't tell like this this person's um (laughs) this person's grin is not a very good one um (laughs) they appear to be like waiting Like, uh, just, like, getting ready to fly. Like, you know how a bird, like, kind of like, uh, a bird of prey just, like, does, like, the whole head bobbing thing and, like, lifts the wings? That's what he's doing, except he's not bobbing his, his head. And he's, like, also, well, you can tell he has, he's, like, also white-haired. Um.
2: Who is about to enter the door first?
0: Uh, probably you, because you would see this. But he, like, kind of glances at you and then glances back, waiting for someone else.
2: I just raise my hand, like, I'm, like, not waving it, but just up, and then I'm ready-actioning an Eldritch Blast, <laughs> because I don't know, but I'm just leaving it just an open, i like, hey. <laughs>
0: um, okay, do the rest of you go in?
1: I have noticed well. nothing. I'm like, statues, are you full of people? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm being let in by Mr. Willy, so that I don't have a choice. I don't... Actually, I think Willy might just stop moving and do that. <laughs> so you
0: guys see Willy kind of, like, putting his, his hand up, getting ready for something? What do you guys do?
3: I, w- I would like to jump up an i five. <laughs> 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 I won't leave you hanging, Mr. Willy.
2: Gosh darn it, wing. <laughs> Um... All right, so I'll, like, move to the side, but I'm not taking my eyes off this dude.
1: <laughs> okay, uh Jade, what are you doing? <laughs> I noticed that my friends are far away from me, and I guess... So you guys are, like, walking into the mansion through the tiny
2: door. Yeah, so we were entering into a new room. I stopped in the doorway and raised my hand because I saw somebody perched with wings And then Wing came up and high-fived me, and I'm like, dude, (laughs) not right now. Okay,
1: (laughs) got it. So then I am used to military hand signals, and stopping and holding a hand up is halt. So I stop, and I draw my sword, and I look around. Can I do a perception check now that I've been alerted?
0: Uh, So wait, are you inside the mansion or outside of it?
1: I'm like four paces behind Willie, wherever that is.
0: Okay, so you, you would be inside then. Um... Stella's also inside now. You can do a perception check and I'll give you advantage since you know that there is something.
1: That's a 21. Uh, Anyone? Yeah. So I am specifically looking for ice statues with people in them. So I would like if there's any ice statues with people in them, I'd like to know.
0: <laughs> there are no ice statues with people in, in them. Uh, there are like a few statues, but they're like made of marble. like, okay. And they're more like plaques. They definitely don't have enough. Like busts. That's what I mean. They definitely don't have enough uh, (laughs) material in them to hold a person. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Like with a twenty-one, you do see what Willie is looking at, and you see like there is this. Um. You see that there is this like. Actually, you would only see like, um, a flash of wings taking off, and then like, um, (laughs) and then a silver, and then, like, yeah, just like a flash of silver, like, the wings. This kind of, like, dark-clothed person just swooping down, and from right behind you, he snatches up Stella. Uh,
2: okay, ready to action, Eldrick Blast.
0: Yeah, Eldrick Blast this?
2: If I I hit it, it'll knock him back ten feet.
0: Okay. Um, (laughs) and, okay, he would be, like, kind of behind you, so if you hit, you would knock him back into the wall. Um, okay. So let's just do this in order of Willie and then Jade. You guys both roll your attacks.
1: Uh, would I attack? I guess so. I have specialized. I'm not just a paladin. I'm like one of those. I take the hits for you, paladins. I didn't have anything prepared, but I do have interception. When a creature you can see hits a target other than you within five feet of you with an attack, I can use my reaction. So let me know if Stella's getting hit.
0: Okay. Uh, she's not getting uh, hit, she's just getting grappled.
2: Yeah, so I, I imagine Willie is just throwing out the Eldritch Blast as soon as he sees the Flasher Wings, uh, uh, 19 to hit.
0: 19 to hit? Um, that, like, so, that would hit, except you see this, like, kind of, um... Actually, no. It looks like it hit. You could swear it hits, but, um... You just see, like, this tiny bit of distance between where the elders Blast would hit and this creature. Um. <laughs> as he kind of does, like, a reaction. And you hear, um, all of you... But he's, he's not knocked back ten, ten feet, and he doesn't hit the wall, so you know that it doesn't hit. So it looks like it hit, but you know it didn't. And then he hears Stella just be like, what the heck? Sterling? Seriously? Yeah. And, um... <laughs> This uh this, this guy who you can tell now is Sterling Argentine. He just um he just like giggles and says, got gotcha, sis. And then he's going to put her down on the couch that's like in to the side of like the big old hallway. And yeah, wing you had no idea what was going on. You just saw like your friend getting snatched up by this weird winged um creature that you couldn't get a good look at and your friends were like attacking or getting ready to attack.
3: <laughs> so as as I uh th- th- I I'm hearing uh, an eldest Blast go off beside my head and I then I see Estella being snatched up. Uh so uh Wing will pull out uh, a a very large uh, cone with a dragon head on it and I will share uh, an image of you to represent what it looks like. <laughs> you can see you can see it in the chat.
4: Let's see it. <laughs>
3: Uh, Willy
2: had a pretty good idea that this was Stella's brother, but <laughs> his whole idea of siblings has been formed by Taninter Goodfellow. So he's like, oh, yeah, this tracks. Like, <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> what's going on? Are we fighting? Do we have to blast something out of the air?
0: Um, well, now we can see that Stella is, like, um, safely back on the, uh, back on, like, a couch, but, like, her, her hair and, like, her clothes are, like, all ruffled, because she was just, like, picked up and flown across the room, <laughs> basically. Flown with across the room. Um, and she's just, like, like, seriously, kind of. She has that expression on her face. But, um, the Sterling, after, like, dropping Stella onto the couch, she just, like, uh, lands pretty gracefully. His large silver wings flared. And you can see this, um... This pretty pale elf-looking guy. He looks like an elf, but with dragon wings. And you can see, like, tiny little dragon horns. Not four sets of horns, like... Well, two sets of horns like Stella has, but just one set. That almost blends in with his, like, um, puffy kind of white hair. And, yeah, you can tell that they look very similar. Except that he doesn't have a tail, but he has wings. And, um... Yeah. And then Stella, after catching her breath, says... Hi, this is this is my twin brother Sterling, who I guess was just very excited to see me or something. And she kind of like glares at him.
1: Oh, I can see why he is not babysitting. Yes.
0: <laughs> and uh he just like grins at you and he just says, "Come on." Like Stella and I just pull these pranks all the time. Um Hi, you must be Stella's friends. And I guess you're here to take care of Ruby, then?
3: I, I thought we were, but now I'm now I'm doubting. I see we we are fighting, we are attacking statues. No fighting, wait, no fighting. Cannon, cannons in, cannons in. But I have this whole.
2: Uh, oh, okay. I'm I'm sure I'm sure we'll find an excuse to use it. We'll go out in the yard and we'll blow up a tree or something. It's it's new. I wanna okay. Well, come on, bud. Come on. I, I, like, scruffle the back of your neck.
0: Um, yeah, like, Sterling's gonna Uh, walk over to you, and he's gonna say, oh, if you guys want to blow up a tree, like, there's this really, um, there's this neighbor who really doesn't like us, so just down the road, you know?
2: All right, maybe, come on, there we go. Uh, sorry about the blast, Sterling, I'm a little, I'm a little prone to action, you know, adventure and all that. What do you do for work?
0: Oh, um he just like uh he smiles at this cause he likes telling people what he does. Well, I collect and look for artifacts. I'm a kind of an archaeologist, but I make most of my living by streaming my uh my my digs and my delves. My my assistant here, Misty, and he like gestures but you don't see anything. Then come on, quit hiding, Misty, it's okay. And then you see like this little wood gnome coming up from behind the, the sofa. Um that's Misty. She's my illusionist. She kind of um, just broadcasts what I what I do for a bunch of people. So that's what I do. Also, Willie, is your is that sword that you picked up from the Swordstone Cafe? Is it visible or?
2: Uh, n- I mean, no, because technically it lives inside my chest. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I'm a hex blade, so it's like it's my packed weapon. But I guess at the mention of an archaeologist and artifacts and stuff like that, he is curious about it. So he like unprompted would be like, "Oh, uh, found this super cool sword in a stone of a few weeks back." Anyway, and then he just pulls a sword out from the center of his chest from like a little black portal. Has Willie done this
3: done this before? I think this is the first time a wing is seeing this, you pulling swords out of your body.
2: Oh, yeah, because uh, I didn't make it my packed weapon until after. Uh, I attuned myself to the sword and then brought it inside so me and the sword are one. It is this extension of my connection to the king of all
3: creation. Okay, in that case, Wing will definitely panic. Uh, He thinks you just had a sword in your chest. Like, oh no, (laughs) Mr. Willy, are you okay? (laughs) You had a sword in your chest this whole time, but didn't you say anything? Uh, Do you need a doctor?
2: Oh no, I'm quite dead. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Fair point. I will hand it to Sterling and see if he has anything to say about it. So, I'll give the location we found it, and, like, the thing. It was supposedly for a true hero in something called the Second Age to prevent a, a great evil that was coming. Some weird wizard living under a future coffee shop uh, gave it to me. And I'll shoot <laughs> glances at Jaded Wing. <laughs> Checks out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, as you... Hand the sword to him. Give me an insight check, Willie, and uh, anyone else if you want to make an insight check too. Hmm,
2: not great. I think that's an 11, 12.
3: Six. Huh.
0: Twenty-three. Twenty-three.
3: Ooh. Um.
0: Yeah. So, so Jade, you see that, like, uh, when when Willie pulled out the sword from the chest, Sterling was, and Stella too. They were kind of like what, like they were like um just immediately like surprised, but then quickly the surprise faded away because they're used to weird magical things happening. They went to a school of magic, after all. Um, and then you also see... Oh yeah, Willy, you see, like, he's quite interested in this in this sword, definitely. Like, he's like, ooh. Um, and he's heard of, like, the sword stone cafe thingy, like, the whole sword in the stone thing. Uh, he might have even gone over to investigate before. And, um, Wing, you see that one... You see all this, but in addition, you see... When uh, Willie mentions that he's dead, you see like a bit of a startle kind of thing in, in Sterling, like he's a bit like he flinches. Um, so yeah, Sterling takes his sword. He kind of like looks at it. You see him starting to cast a spell. He's casting the spell Identify. He says, "Oh, this is an this is a cool sword." He said, "This is the one from the Swordstone Cafe. Is it like what they were named after?"
2: Oh no, I believe it's a moon dollars. It was just sort of the local moniker for the cafe. It's a, it's some uh, I mean if they want to sponsor the fire breathing kittens, then they're a great chain that everybody loves. <laughs> but if they don't, they're kind of a cheesy, like a colloquial term for like very basic.
0: He's like kind of like, nodding. <laughs>
2: Oh, yeah, where you're, like, something's, like, kind of lame. Like, a, maybe, like, a musical artist that, like, is just kind of whatever. And you're, like, oh, that's that's so moon, bo- moon dollars. <laughs> 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 uh, but, yeah, no. Uh, yeah, that's where we found it.
0: Okay, so um, he kind of, like, nods along. He says, oh, okay. And then he kind of, like, puts his, uh, his his like, um, kind of, like, strokes his chin like that. He's, he's clean shaven, by the way. Uh, while he looks at it. Like, you see that he's cast a spell, but he's, like, still looking at it for a while. Hmm. Well, I'm glad that you brought it to me. Uh, I cast the spell Identify on it, but all I got was Redacted. So, I don't actually know what this sword is. It It is or was magical at some point, but it either lost the magic, or it is cursed, or, um, like, there is something hiding divination magic from figuring out what it is.
2: Hmm, well... I mean, technically, I'm all those things, if you consider losing your magic dying. So, uh, I'm glad I found you, sword. And I'll pet it and, like, cut my finger and go like, ah, dang.
1: (laughs) You're a thirsty fellow.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, look at you. You're hungry for battle, aren't you, sword? (laughs) Don't don't worry, Mr. Billy. I think you still have your magic, wing.
2: Aw, (laughs) Wing. Uh Anyway, there's a little uh girl, correct? It's your younger sister, I think you said.
0: Um oh, yes. She's she's just in her room right now, but hey, Stella, can you bring her over? And Stella's just like, yeah. Like, you know, like a teenager just like doesn't like being bossed around by her brother, but she she goes like kind of reluctantly to her room. Does does
1: the guy twin do zero childcare? oh do you ask him about that no but yeah keep going Um. uh
2: willie will put his hands up and go like oh oh, you want to see a cool trick sterling and he'll like walk like i think it's like 10 feet away and then take a dramatic step back and then the sword will poof out of his hand and into his hand
0: um Yes, Sterling just like I was like, "Ah, oh, I I've, I've heard of that before." Um so you have someone who gives you your magic? Is that how this works?
2: Uh it's a mutually beneficial rel- uh, relationship. Uh he can't exist without a vessel, so I am that vessel. And as I grow in power, so does he until we are one and the same, the mighty king that will unite the whole realm under one flag and force peace upon the lands. Supposedly. I dunno.
0: <laughs> he's kind of like uh nodding along, um, interested. Uh yeah, so he's give me an insight check actually, Willie.
2: Uh that is a seventeen.
0: Seventeen. Uh yeah, like he's not he's not he's trying not to make this explicitly clear, but he kind of um he thinks he knows what you're talking about. He thinks he knows about the hmm. um, the entity.
2: Uh, so immediately, mm-hmm. Willie has had people who have known about it before and mm-hmm. will get very nervous and be like, well, no, I think I'm going to do it more politically. I think I'm going to go into politics in the future. And like, do it. I'm, it's not going to be a bloody swath across the land before you assume that. I know, I know. When you hear the King of all it's a whole thing. Uh, and he'll just put his sword back into his chest, and like, kind of his hands up, like,
3: I'm chill, dude.
2: Okay, Don't so- worry.
3: Mr. Wing is the Elder God that entered the Second Age.
2: <laughs>
3: dude, it's
2: hard being a warlock out here, okay? <laughs>
0: um, yeah, he just kind of, like, nods and says, oh, well, alright. Well, um, I mean, you've done the some good for this family before, so I... I trust you, but there might be some who who don't. Um, and he looks kind of a bit more serious at this. Like, usually he's, he's been, like, smiling so far. He says, yeah, I mean, I've got your back, Willie, if, if you need, since you've done so much for my family already.
2: Um, the king inside of Willy is like, you have to insight check that. <laughs> There's no way that he trusts you. But Willie is not, and going to show the king, like, no, 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 we trust people sometimes. And go, thank you, Sterling. That's very kind of you.
0: Um. <laughs> so, yeah, Jade, what are you doing this during this, like, interchange?
1: Jade is silently judging Sterling and thinking he's a bad person. <laughs> because he has so far instructed his sister to do all of the childcare based upon like what her gender instead of like he's equally capable of going and getting the baby (laughs) anyway so jade doesn't like him (laughs) but uh she's not gonna say that so this is my out of character voice everybody so (laughs) jade raised both a boy and a girl and uh treated them equally okay but she's just so she's got a raised eyebrow and she's standing there with her arms crossed across her chest, and her hip with her sword is just, like, just ready and waiting.
4: <laughs>
0: I see. Um... Yeah.
1: <laughs> She's judgmental. <laughs> She's a paladin. <laughs>
2: I'm really well, glad... will just roll a quick
0: check to see if he notices. Uh Go ahead.
2: Oh, I was just gonna say, I'm really glad that the guy confessing that he does have global domination goals ranked second in the <laughs> people who are d- in the room. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah that's fine i mean you didn't say you weren't going to do it in the name of guasso so like i don't care
2: oh no 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 (laughs) it's in the name of me
1: no but like a unified (laughs) country that's fine
2: Eh. yeah yeah i mean willie doesn't know how to do it at this point yeah so that's why he's like no we're not doing it right now keg of all creation like we're gonna keep learning and growing And meeting people. So we know what kind of leader we need to be.
1: Exactly. And as a tiefling paladin, she's very much an actions speak louder than words sort of thing. She is, by her nature, evil. If you read page 122 of the Player's Handbook, 5th edition, I could no more stop being evil than I could stop being a tiefling. It is my very nature. But my actions are all good. So Hmm. you are what you do not what you inherently are, I guess, right? You're both. I'm
2: both. <laughs> I think Willie smells a general.
3: <laughs> so is there any candy or something lying around here? Or...
2: <laughs>
0: uh, do you ask that in character, or do you just look around?
3: <laughs> I'm looking around.
0: Okay, um, give me a perception or investigation check as you look for something to eat. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, Jade, as, as you're like watching Sterling kind of judging, you notice that he does not like, he's not looking at you. He's looking at Willy. Like he's very intent on what Willy is saying. Cool. Um, Like, yeah, there's a certain, there's a certain intensity.
3: So my perception was a nine, but I will add that Wing does eat strange things. So anything that can be construed as food is fair game.
4: <laughs> uh... <laughs> <laughs>
0: You you look you look around like you look around the room, um, even snooping around, I'm trying to see what yeah, you might find as, like... as food. Oh, you see, like on the on the couch, you see like some old like cookie or something. You can't tell what it is. Um, it, it's <laughs> oh, no, it's don't
1: something do it. weird.
3: Couch do <laughs> crumbs, old couch crumbs.
1: Technically, I can heal you if you get sick. <laughs>
3: oh. I start pecking at the cow crumbs like a bird. So
1: <laughs>
0: you're eating that? Give me a Constitution saving throw.
3: <laughs> this is fine. This is fine.
0: <laughs> As you eat the couch crumbs.
3: That's <laughs> yeah, a F uh, a thirteen Constitution.
0: Thirteen? Oh yeah, like they're they don't taste the best, but like they're they're fine. I mean, yeah.
3: Oh, oh, don't worry. I haven't tasted anything in quite some time. <laughs>
0: So wing is very hungry, <laughs> literally peckish.
3: Oh no, I do eat, but I don't have any taste anymore.
1: Oh, he can't taste his poppy seed muffin. Well, mm-hmm.
0: we'll say that's what it was on the on the couch. It's it's a it's a funny texture, but it's not unpleasant, <laughs> since he can't taste it. <laughs> uh, if he could taste it, it would be very stale. Um, yeah, like while you guys are doing that. Um, you hear like you hear steps coming back from upstairs as like uh Stella emerges from um from the room and she's also carrying this like multicolored thingy. Uh and yeah, behind her comes this um pretty large um it's like the size of a large dog, like the size of an Irish wolfhound, great dane kind of thing. That that's her it comes um her sister. And you can see she's like half red half silver but not like exactly one half red half one is half silver it's kind of like both on either side but her head is split into like two colors and her horns are curved differently like the red dragon side is like um more like curvy whereas the silver dragon's more like straight kind of it's 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 interesting she looks odd but it's pretty cool also she has one golden eye one blue eye um and yeah she like comes bounding down the stairs uh, toward all of you. Um, <laughs> and Stella's just like, Ruby! Um, yeah, well, what do you guys do? Uh,
2: Willie will... Oh, actually, Willie's not that strong. Um, I guess he, he would just ask a question. Uh, he would be like, so, uh, like, what level of intelligence are we dealing with? Uh, is she a baby or, like, a toddler? I'm not exactly familiar with draconic anatomy.
4: Mm, well,
0: Starling's gonna answer, and uh, he says, "Oh, like she she knows draconic. She can speak it uh, pretty well, but she doesn't. She only knows a few words in in common. Like she's kind of a toddler in terms of intelligence and temperament." And uh, Ruby, and then he kind of like picks her up and and hugs her, and she's actually
1: really really happy when he when he does that. <laughs> um, I speak Draconic, so I say to Ruby, "Hi, Ruby. We're gonna be your babysitters today." Hello.
0: Um, she kind of like looks back at you now that you've like spoken in her language, and she like um, her eyes just like widen and says, uh, "Hi." And that's that's pretty much all that she says. And then she also says, um, <laughs> "She also says, play."
1: Yeah, we're going to play with you. This is Wing. Hey, Wing, I am talking in draconic. I know, I have a weird accent when I do that. Say, I, do the little baby.
3: Oh, that's okay. I could understand you. I speak draconic.
1: Oh, perfect. Okay, wait. So, so it's, the, the, el- it's the only one who doesn't the, speak draconic, Willie? Really?
3: Oh. oh, no. <laughs>
2: oh,
1: okay. I will translate for you. Little baby, this is Wing. And this is Willie.
2: Uh... Okay, so he's going to do Comprehend Languages. Okay. <laughs> oh, wait, no, that doesn't... Allow, wait, uh, no, yeah, you can speak and read or whatever. So yeah. I'm going to go, Hi, Ruby, I can only talk to you for a little bit, but I wanted to do something special just so I could say hello to you. I know I have a weird accent when I do Comprehend that <laughs> Languages.
3: <laughs> I hope we have a lot of fun together, okay? So... What, Ruby was speaking in the conic too, I assume. So she yeah. was saying, uh, play in the conic." Yep. <laughs> so at the mention of the word uh, play in the conic," uh, a small head uh, pops out of my hoodie and goes like, Ark. and you see uh, uh, Nugget's uh, snoot boop, uh, snoot comes out and he's like, and he sees Ruby, he's like, oh, and jumps out of my hoodie and starts like walking around there, sniffing around, you know, <laughs> trying to <laughs> investigate what's going on here.
1: If you guys have ever been in a dog park, this is what I'm imagining. It's basically like they're mostly doing 100%. their own thing, and you're just kind of chatting. 100%. Making yeah, sure that they're having fun. Like,
2: I didn't want to accidentally treat Ruby like a dog. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, is this a little girl, or is this like a feral creature, like a baby?
1: <laughs>
4: Are babies
2: feral creatures? I mean, I'm child-free, I don't know.
1: <laughs> when there's like two kids chatting with one another, and they're like at like a... a like castle moving dolls up and down the levels. Are you really participating? You just kind of like make sure they're not hitting one another. And <laughs> you brought a playmate over wings, so we don't really have to do much. Perfect.
0: Yeah, I mean, pretty much. Um, you see that Ruby gets very excited. I mean, she is a bit like a dog. Like she does kind of like, um, kind of like whip her her tail around and like flare her flare her wings and just like squ- um, squirm out of Sterling's grasp. And he just like lets her. He, you see that he's he's smiling. He's like. Oh, I'm so glad that my sister has a playmate kind of. Um and she just like bounds over to to Nugget and they start like um playing and she's quite a bit bigger than him because how big is Nugget?
3: Uh I think we established she was like corgi sized.
0: Corgi sized. Yeah, she's like Irish wolfhound sized. So, um yeah, like she is <laughs> quite a bit bigger than him and she has wings. Uh so yeah, she she is a bit stronger. Might push him around a bit, but I mean, does does Nugget like that?
3: Oh, Nugget is a powerful warrior in his tribe. He he will stand his count. He he can take it.
1: Awesome! I am um, sending a picture in the chat of Corgi and Wolfhound because we need more dogs in our life.
0: Yes. <laughs> um. <laughs> let's see. I'm so curious. Yes. That, that's basically what it is. Except that Ruby's also like really. She, she, she's pretty big she's medium-sized in terms of, like, D&D stuff.
3: Oh, um, yeah. Nug- nugget is still small. For now.
0: <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, Sterling's gonna just say, well, looks like you guys are gonna have a really good time together. Um, I, I think, looks like Stella has chosen some really good people. I-, I would stay with you guys and, like, babysit, make sure everything's fine, but, like, I have a really important, like, like I can't tell you exactly what it is, but let's just say it's. I have to be there for it. Um, he seems to regret that a bit.
4: Hmm.
1: Streaming.
3: You yeah. you really got me with the yeah he's, he streams his dicks and I'm like oh my god magical <laughs> <laughs> magical, streamers. magical streamer magical streamer archaeologist what the hell. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I'd watch that. <laughs>
1: I would. I would actually.
3: What what do we need to watch? This is it a crystal ball situation yeah. or.
0: Um yeah, like some people have like uh crystal balls or like illusion screens in, in their in their houses and then they like flip it on, kind of like a, a TV basically. Like he's on like a certain channel at a certain time. And then there's also like um large town square gatherings where like um Misty's actually there in person, like his illusionist, and she like broadcasts it to the the public on a large screen and they can watch from their houses or they can watch from the square. It's kind of like Times Square advertisements, like that kind of situation. Um, so yeah, and it is, he is pretty popular. He is pretty well-known. Um, so yeah, he just goes like, uh, well, as long as you're inside the mansion, it it should be fine. Like she can be free and stuff like this, but if you guys want to take her out of it, which is something we've been trying to do, we've been trying to socialize her, um, here, he's going to like walk to the side of the room and he's going to take a kind of a padded red Leash, sort of. Um, This makes sure that she cannot fly. And give me an Arcana check, everyone.
3: Don't worry, everyone. She's not a humanoid. It's okay.
2: Ooh, nat 20, dude. I got the spicy juice.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And it's nine.
1: Hey, you can have kids on leashes. One of our players insists upon kids on leashes. If you guys know the person who plays Crud and now Jenny, very pro kid leashes. Hmm. And, and yeah, as that's someone, it is. Huh?
2: someone who doesn't have kids, I'm also pro-kids on leashes.
0: <laughs> Especially when those kids can breathe fire and fly and are very strong and can bite with um, ice and fire stuff. I mean, <laughs> it kind of makes Again,
2: sense. I don't know a lot about children. I don't know they can't do that. <laughs> so...
4: <laughs>
2: uh. I mean, I'm I'm with you on this one. I've seen a number of them that appear to have just acid dripping from their nasal cavities. So, like, I don't know. Maybe they're just green dragons. Yeah, the greener black dragons do that, you know.
0: They're just like, all kids are uh, greener black dragons in disguise. Um, Take this as
1: your, um, take this as a fact, listeners.
2: And then through puberty, you shed your scales and wings and become a person.
1: And lose your memory of it. Yeah. That explains so much of it. And that's why you have dreams of flying.
3: <laughs> and that's why it's called Infantile Amnesia. <laughs> they address
2: this in Baby Geniuses, I feel like.
4: <laughs> oh, God.
0: <laughs> um, But yeah, with your Natural 20 and Arcana, Willie, you can tell he's referring to the Earthbind spell. So that leash just permanently has Earthbind on it. And there's also like a muzzle that you can use and he's just like it would be nice if you don't have to use this but if she really starts getting violent, like tries to bite people and like her bite could possibly kill someone um, then I would say use that but otherwise try not to I guess. And then he kind of like shrugs. Uh,
3: okay, With- Wing will will definitely try to persuade him t- uh, to see if we can take her out without uh, both the muscle and the leash. Because in his his mind it's it just like, oh see, it's just like just like nugget. I would never put a leash on Nugget. That's that's weird. No, no, don't worry, Mr. Sterling. We are very responsible. We uh we don't need we don't need no leash or mouth cages. No, we'll be fine.
0: Okay. Uh give me a persuasion check then.
3: Uh come on. Ooh, uh, that's a, that's an eighteen.
0: Eighteen, uh, okay. Well, um, given that you also have a baby like a Drake in your in your care, he kind of like sees that you're no, you know what you're talking about, and he's just like, well, yeah. I mean, hopefully, you won't have to use it. Uh, yeah. The only thing about her is she flies, and sometimes she really cannot be controlled. But well, it's here if you need it, and he just kind of like leaves it on the uh, just leaves it on on the floor, <laughs> and a servant comes don't and picks willy. it up. <laughs> and just
4: hold I am it.
3: a responsible adult. We'll take care of it. Wing is fifteen.
1: Wing, can you fly?
3: I would try to flap my arms that currently have no feathers.
1: Oh I, I also cannot fly. Willie, can you fly?
2: Not to my knowledge.
1: Maybe we should use the antifly leash? I don't know, but okay, all right. If you are the one taking responsibility, Wing, then we are good to go. Wing says we do not need to make the child not fly. Let's go, everybody.
3: Of course I will take responsibility. <laughs> N- no.
2: What? J- just no. <laughs> but If we're taking her out about town,
3: let's put the leash on. <laughs> but we're going swimming. You, don't, you can't go swimming with a leash on. All right, child. Su- <laughs> Willie
2: will take the leash and then just ready in action.
1: I I don't have revivify yet, guys.
3: <laughs> I, Wing Wing just walks up to Mister Willie and like looks. They were just the the largest eyes. Like he does the the cat and boots eye thing. Like <gasps> no, you're fine. You can go swimming, but if she
2: makes a break for it, I'm not losing a child tonight, Wing.
3: I have never lost a child in my life, sir. So. <laughs> I am good at finding them.
4: <laughs> oh
0: yeah, um, before before Wing makes a break for it, Sal is going to say, "Oh yeah, and Wing, I had this for you and Nugget." And oh. she gives you this um, this kind of like sleeved uh, robe with um, all of those like parrot feathers that she collected, or most of them, because she gave you a ah. few of them. But yeah, and you and Nugget now have matching capes with lots of feathers ah. on them.
3: Oh my gosh, is it like is it a cape or is it like a full cloak?
0: it's it's like um it's kind of like a full cloak it has like the hood the sleeves and it like goes it covers you all the way down to like your your feet but like the front of it is um yeah like the the front there's nothing on the front of it but like the sides and the and the back and the sleeves are all like feathered um the <gasps> one for nugget is just a little cape
3: oh my gosh oh my gosh The wing comes walking up to you it, it, it. Gently takes and he's like, ha oh, 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 looking at the very long, long and he's like, uh, eh, eh, yeah, and you see him and Wing, uh, him and Nugget and run into one two, uh, a door to the side. I don't know which room it leads to, but he just needs a side room. <laughs> one moment, please. You you hear the sound of like a 1960s uh, the Superman telepo- telephone booth, uh, clove changing scene. And then Wing comes out in his new fettery parrot uh, cloak wing. <laughs> Willie immediately starts clapping. <laughs> oh my gosh, I have fetters again. Look at these. And they're more colours now. It's no longer just grey. It's green and there's a blue and there's a little bit of red and there's a purple. I'm it's gonna continue listing all the colours for a while. It's probably a lot of colours.
0: Yeah, and then and then Stella just like looks. Uh, she she's like beaming. She's happy that you um, appreciate the gift, and it does actually kind of look like you have feathers. It, um, I mean, it doesn't fit you like, it isn't, it's not as if you're fe- wearing a feather costume per se. Like you can tell that it's a cloak with like the, you know, like those fancy kind of sleeves and stuff like this. But yeah, like, it, you definitely don't look like a naked chicken anymore. You, you look pretty snazzy.
3: Is it is it like, just just a tad too large? That like when I put my arms out, the sleeves fall over it. You know.
0: Yep. Yep. Just just a tiny bit too large. <laughs> and And then, Stella says, "Oh, but my tailor did a pretty good job, but i I can have him alter that if you want make it a bit shorter
3: uh, no no, this is this is fine, this is fine. I like this thank thank you missella. i come I want to give you a hug
0: aww yeah she she hugs you back, and she's like really happy." <laughs>
3: Probably in the background, you see uh, you see Nugget like sitting on the ground, trying to with his back back leg uh, scratch off the the weird cloak thing because he's not used to it.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it makes sense that he wouldn't like it a lot. <laughs> but then then Ruby distracts him by just like uh, pouncing on him.
3: Oh yeah, they're running around the circles together.
0: <laughs> um. So yeah like uh sterling kind of just like looks at his, his watch and says oh look at the time well i gotta go and i gotta take stella to the spa kind of like looks at her just like wide-eyed like oh my god you got to go to the spa today jealous <laughs> kind of um but nice meeting you and yeah hopefully ruby will still be alive by the time we get back that's the goal
3: <laughs> we hope so as well Alive, children. That was our baseline.
0: Yeah. Um, well, take care of our dear sister, and come on, Stella. And then Stella says, "Bye. Uh, see you guys later. I-, I should be back in like the afternoon or something."
3: Don't worry. It'll be fine.
0: All right. <laughs> and um, as they exit, and you hear the carriage starting to drive off, this would be a good time to take our um, our break. So, um, yeah, thank you for joining us, everyone. Joining us today were Jade.
1: All of the children of Sophia Silfow. Silfow, so so good. Willie.
2: I only know one child who died, and it was me, and look how I turned out.
1: And Wing.
0: And Nugget.
3: (laughs) I have a new costume. I have so many clothes now. This is a good day.
0: And yeah, coming up in the next part, we'll see how well they do childcare. And. Yeah, if you are satisfied with the way they handle things and their adventures in general, but also um, want to tell them what great babysitters they are, please be sure to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. It would help us a lot. Or if you have any criticism, if they're not doing a good job babysitting, we'd like to know. So, um, yeah, thank you, everyone.
1: Bye.
3: Bye. Mm -hmm. Bye.
1: We hope that you're enjoying this episode of the Fire Breathing Kittens podcast. Please leave us a review on iTunes.com. If you leave us a review, we'll read it on air. It's fun listening to the words of your review get read by the characters you know and love. So go to iTunes.com and leave us a review today. Can you think of someone who might enjoy this podcast? Please share it with them. Is their birthday coming up? A special anniversary? Would you like us to wish them a happy day on your behalf? You can arrange for us to read your shout-out on air at firebreathingkittenspodcast.com through our partnership with the website Buy Me a Coffee. Do you enjoy reading books? You can find paperbacks and eBooks based on our adventures on Amazon.com in the bookstore, Fire Breathing Kittens, that part's all one word, podcast the authors do a great job of adapting the stories into fun novels. We also have official merchandise on Redbubble.com. Imagine owning a notepad with the Fire Breathing kitten logo on the front, or a t-shirt with one of your favorite characters. And lastly, I'd like to take a moment to sincerely thank all of you. We don't pay to advertise this show, so the only way we can grow is through the support of listeners like you. Thank you!
0: All right, so, um, last we left off, we were joined by Jade. Hello. Willie.
3: How's everyone doing?
0: And wing and nugget
3: Wing-a-Nugget's in the house.
0: So, um, I'm gonna roll a d20. Okay, so everyone roll a d20, and whoever is closest to a six can start. So, what'd you guys roll?
1: I spent my 20 on this roll today. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, it's a five. 16 That's for me. That's pretty close. Yep. Okay,
0: so um, Wing, you're going to narrate what happened on the last part of this episode.
3: Okay, so we were just hanging out in the guild hall, and we were talking, and then some uh, somewhere uh, Willie found a, a whiteboard where he started writing on things like Skybank, and people who might have a grudge against me, which was a very short list, admittedly, because you know, everybody loves Wing and Nugget. And then uh, there was a very nice carriage outside, uh, which contained uh, Stella, our good friend from the guild. and she was very happy to see us, but uh, she needed she needed our help because she had to go to a uh, a how you say a fashion shoot to be a model. And so she needed someone to help uh, look after her uh, sister, who turns out to be a dragon, but she's like kind of like a fifty fifty mixed dragon. She's a little bit red, a little bit silver. Uh that's what she said. So we went with the carriage to the manor, the Argentine manor. It was very nice. Uh, but also, uh, me and uh, Willy had to be kind of incognito because uh, we might have had some dealings with the people around here in the past. We might have had a glacier dropped on our head. Uh, but luckily this time there was no glacier. That was, that was better than last time. Uh, so we went to the, to, inside the, the manor and there was a, 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 a person who was flying around and tried to grab Stella and then then Mister Willy tried to shoot it down with an LD blast, but it, it was kind of deflected or something. Uh, but luckily, this was not not an evil person. It was just it was just turning. It was just uh, Stella's Butter. He was uh, he was trying to be, make a little prank, and uh, he was talking about oh, he was he was an uh, an archaeologist and a streamer, a magical streamer with like divination and um, illusion spells. You know you know how it works. And uh, then uh, then uh, Stella got uh, her little sister Ruby, who was the the, the 50-50 dragon uh, baby who we had to take care of. And then uh, they met each other, and, oh, uh, uh, nugget really really liked her, and they started playing because he's also, you know, a tiny drake. see there's a tiny dragon. It worked out very well. And then uh, they wanted to put uh, children on leashes, which, which wing thought was kind of strange. And there was also a muzzle involved, which is kind of strange as well. But uh I think we don't need those. We will probably be fine without those. We we can we can take care of children. We are all very responsible adults here at the fire briefing kittens. Yes. And uh that yeah. And then uh, and then Stella and Sterling uh, left to go to the spa or their uh yeah, photo shoot respectively. Yes.
0: Alright, and yeah, that pretty much sums it up. Also, um Willie showed Sterling his sword, and Sterling was quite um intrigued by it. So, um yeah, last we left off. Uh, Stella and Sterling had just left, and the adventurers are, well, alone, but in a mansion full of servants as well, with, uh, with Ruby Argentine, uh, a a baby half red half silver dragon. So yeah, what are you guys doing?
3: I like how you quickly mentioned that there were also uh, still servants here, so we're not all alone. <laughs> so we're like, oh, well, we got this entire mansion to ourselves, eh? No, okay, there's still servants. Uh, I mean, uh, Miss, Miss Jade, Miss Willie, can we go swimming now? There was a pool. Okay. Uh, I think
2: I still have Comprehend Languages up, so I'll be like, Ruby, would you like to go swimming with Wing and Nugget?
0: Or... And she just goes like, swimming? Yes! And then she just like, bounds up and down, kind of. Uh,
4: so,
3: well so yeah, she like to go swimming. <laughs> um, Okay, let's yeah. go. Yeah,
0: she, she actually just like, takes off. Like um, and, and just like flies toward the door, and, and then like hovers, trying to like, trying to push the big doors open, but she's not quite strong enough for that yet.
3: <laughs> this sounds like a great idea. We'll push open the the well. I guess the small doors in this case. I'm not strong enough for the big doors as well.
4: <laughs>
3: yes, let's go inside immediately. Forget about the leash.
0: <laughs> yeah, she she's gonna like swoop through that small door and, and then just fly over to where the pool is. <laughs> She's just—you just see, like, um, in the distance, like, um, she just dies in the pool, and there's like this big splash. <laughs> uh,
3: yeah, we you were, got this yeah. one, Wing.
2: We'll be nearby if you need any assistance.
3: Oh yeah, me and gonna have taken off after after Ruby. <laughs> we're in the pool.
1: Okay. And what is Jade doing? Uh, Jade has chainmail on, just to remind everybody, and a Gambison, is that what that's called—the underlayer. Mm-hmm. So I do not swim. I stand next to the pool and act as a pillar. I'm not going to say nice lifeguard. Card. Pillar. <laughs> if I jump in, you'll need to save me too.
0: <laughs> okay, and um Oh, another thing that Sterling or Stella would have told you or one of the staff was like, "Oh, if you guys need anything like food, something like that, just let us know and we can have it prepared for you like immediately. Mm. So, If you want to eat, if you want to drink, anything like that. Oh yeah, still would have motion- mentioned that there's an open bar available to everyone except for her.
4: <laughs> <What>?
0: <laughs> so, uh, yeah. <laughs> if you guys want to eat anything, they can prepare it for you. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so just, just wing a nugget go in the pool with Ruby. Does Willy go as well?
2: Uh, yeah, you know what, on second thought, seeing as he doesn't need to breathe, he will just sink to the bottom of the pool in his uh, breastplate, I believe, or it might be scale mail. And, uh, then just, like, grab at people's feet, and, like, you know, be like, oh, I'm a sea monster. Look at me, I'm a sea monster. I'm going to get you. (laughs)
0: Um, Willie, give me a performance check. (laughs)
2: Alright, that will be. No way, dude! Uh, 23.
0: Did <laughs> you get an actual 20?
2: No, I have a 17 on the dice. So my performance is plus 6 because I'm proficient and very charismatic.
0: Nice! <laughs> um, okay, well, uh,. Yeah, you are a very good imitation of a sea monster. Thankfully, you didn't roll low, so Ruby doesn't think you're actually a sea monster. So she's not gonna try to, um, <laughs> she's not gonna try to kill you. So she just kind of like goes along with it, and she's like having fun. And your friends are as well, I-, I guess. Nugget and Wing would be.
3: Oh yes, we're having fun in the pool. Maybe every now and then, uh, you know, swim down, try to kill the sea monster underwater. Turns out it's Mr. Willy We're okay. swim backup. <laughs> yes, I have a
2: lot of experience being a sea monster. I'll put it that way.
3: Oh. <laughs> <Aww>. mm-hmm.
4: <laughs>
0: um and and Jade uh like someone who is like near the near the pool kind of like walks up to you and says, "Um oh hello ma'am. Did you would you like anything to eat or drink? Would you like someone to help you with your with your armor? Um anything?
1: Oh, no, thank you. I only eat what my wife cooks me.
0: <laughs> um satisfied the the servant kind of just says, "Okay, well, let us know if you need anything or any one of us. We are happy to help um any of any friends of the Argentine family." And she kind of like bows deeply and then heads kind of like walks off kind of.
3: So Is there, like, a pool bar situation here going on?
0: Um, yeah. Like, there is kind of, like, uh, one of those. You know those tropical kind of drink stands where you can get snacks and drinks stuff like this? There is one of those next to the pool, except it's in, like, a permanent kind of shack with a blue roof. Because everything's kind of blue and white and silver themed around here. So, yeah. There is one.
3: Hmm. Well, technically speaking, Wing is an adult. He's going to get a, a... What's a good what's a good beach drink? What's a good fantasy beach drink? Uh, uh,
1: Mikhail Island Sunrise.
3: Mm. Mm. How is it
2: made? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> ah, <laughs> one drink yeah. per episode. Got I you back. <laughs>
1: it's orange juice on the bottom and maraschino cherry liquid on the top.
3: Wait, is there liquor a liquor re- recipe for today?
1: <laughs> with uh, with tequila, right? Well. It depends on who's drinking it. If I think if Ruby gets one, that's all that's in it. And then yeah, no. definitely <laughs> and then if other people drink it, the maraschino cherry juice hides your choice of strong alcohol and the orange juice is mixed with champagne.
3: Ooh.
2: Mm. Cherry floater. Yeah. I like.
1: Am I doing this wrong? Is the maraschino cherry juice on the bottom in real life because syrup is heavy? Yes. Okay. So flip that.
2: Well, <laughs> but if you put it on top, you'd get like a cool little swirl in it as it Ooh. descends yeah. through the liquid.
1: Ooh. You get kind of a gradient effect. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Listeners, try both and let us know what they look like.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> Tweet us uh, <laughs> Twitter. Uh,
1: so
3: sorry. I uh, I will go to the booba and. Uh, well, uh, he knows what he wants, but he doesn't really know what all this stuff is. So if there's, like, a pixel board there with different... Because there's usually a pixel board with, like, different, you know, uh, uh, mm-hmm. uh, cocktails. He'll just point it at them, Eh, one of those. And one of those. And maybe one of those.
0: Um, the bartender is this, um, is this like, bronze dragonborn. And he kind of, like, uh, looks at you, wing and says, Oh, would you like one of the... Um, one of the Nikimoi on the beach? Or the... Uh, Mikhail Island Sunrise, because you're pointing at both of them, kind of.
3: Oh, I would take both then. Thank you.
0: Okay, and um.
3: <laughs> and I'll I'll let him, <laughs> since it uh, depends on who is making the drink. Uh, I'll let him decide if he thinks I'm an adult enough to put the the alcohol in it or not.
0: He is going to make an insight check. <laughs> uh, I'll just say DC. DC thirteen. Let's just do.
1: I like how we're like, are you old enough to drink and not, are you literally responsible for a child's life? Uh, (laughs) Should you be drunk right now? Well, how old are you? Not like, will a toddler drown if you're drunk? (laughs) The merchant isn't
0: quite sure, um, but he's like leaning toward that you're an adult, so he like makes one drink with alcohol and indicates which one it is. It's the, um, it's the Nick and Way on the Beach one. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and the other one he makes without alcohol, and he gives them both to you. Just like, there are your drinks, sir.
3: Okay, thank you, mister. I take the drinks and immediately forget which one has the alcohol in it. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> uh, I mean, if they're uh, offering all, all, the, all the drinks and snacks we want, they will definitely be getting all the drinks and snacks we can get.
0: <laughs> okay, Um, anyone else drinking?
3: Oh no, I don't drink at all. Uh, but
2: he will get out of the pool, walk over to Jade, and be like, So, uh, when do we start teaching the young girl her curses?
1: <laughs> oh. At 52, what? I don't think I would. I mean, at 52, I think I'm just kind of like, gosh, like the standard, I take good care of the kid.
2: <laughs> hmm.
1: Yeah. Uh, I
4: know
2: hex class was always my favorite with the mothers.
4: Alright.
2: Gonna try and turn the the dragon into a warlock. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's what parental figures do.
0: Someone's next player character, uh, (laughs) a dragon warlock. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, Wing, give me a constitution saving throw. Just one, since you are consuming a drink with alcohol in it.
3: Okay. That's a five. Okay,
0: uh, you are pretty tipsy.
3: I am small. I don't, uh, need a lot. <laughs> uh, Willie will quickly
2: notice and then, uh, be like, Hey, Ruby, uh, you still having fun? You wanna go inside? And maybe have a snack or something? Mmm,
0: give me a persuasion check.
2: Ugh. Figures now I roll not good. Uh, uh 15.
0: 15. Oh, 15's not... 15's pretty good. So, um she just, like, uh, she, she, like, gets out of the pool, and then she's, like, snack? And, um, and then, like, again, she, she's, like, free to fly anywhere that she wants, then she flies toward the, um, toward the mansion.
2: (laughs) Uh, I'll follow, and then, uh, if I could just find one of the people around, I'll be like, uh, you know the, uh, Young madam, much better than us, if you could prepare her favorite snack for her. I believe she's a bit peckish.
1: (laughs) Jada's in the background, like, running after the baby, like, oh, gosh!
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, she's just, like, free-flying right now, so she just goes wherever, like, um, she wants, essentially. Except she doesn't really know what she wants until someone says, like, snack? Um, so thankfully, she wants to do what you guys want to (laughs) do. Um... Oh yeah. So then you approach a um a human uh a man with uh with black hair and green eyes and he just says, "Oh, uh Ruby's favorite?" And then he kind of like his eyes go wide when you say that. Um he's like, "Are you sure you want her favorite?"
2: I mean, is it people? You're Like uh, clue me in here, my friend.
0: Um so he he tells you Oh, um, she- she likes a live- a live sheep. That's her favorite. Um, oh, I mean, I- I could, but I'm not sure if you guys would want to see her, um, dismembering and killing a live animal.
2: If the girl is hungry, we must feed her. Is this something her parents <laughs> would oppose?
0: Um, well, I- I guess they let her have a live being every once in a while. Uh, let- us see if he kind of, like, thinks on it. Make a persuasion check.
2: Ugh, that's a nine.
0: A nine, he says. Yeah, I mean, sh- she already had a live sheep yesterday. Uh, but we can just bring her some sheep meat if you want. I'll call for the chef, and then he kind of like runs off. And thank you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so that we had that kind of interaction <laughs> as you guys wait for the meat. Um. Oh, actually, Ruby's gonna go after him. Ruby's Ruby's gonna start bounding after him, and he's gonna run faster. <laughs> but uh flying her speed is is higher than than his. Uh are you guys going to intervene? She looks like she's about to tackle him.
1: <laughs> I've been running, but I'm afraid I'm not as fast as she is.
0: She has a fly speed of 60.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely don't. I have a speed of 30. So I'm just trailing in the distance, like being like Ruby and then like but like she can definitely go faster <laughs> than I can, so it's ineffectual.
2: It. In <laughs> um I'll attempt, seeing as I was just talking to him, uh, to, like, just football, like, stance, getting ready to intercept her as she flies, like, this way.
0: Okay, um, give me a grapple check.
2: Oof, not good at these. Uh, 14.
0: Uh, that is a pretty good rule, but the thing is, she rolled a 20, so, um, you, you try to grapple her, she kind of, like, uh, squirms out of the way like her wings are just too powerful and then like the the like gust of wind that she does kind of like pushes you off and then she like um she, she eventually just like tackles the servant oh quick okay, he's go. gonna take some damage, <laughs> oh boy <laughs> she knocks him out so he's now unconscious
2: oh oh ruby <laughs>
0: Yeah, she's dangerous. A toddler, but a dragon,
1: too. Have I caught up?
0: Um, At this point, uh, yeah, like, he he saw Willy trying to, like, restrain her, but she kind of, like, reeled out of his grasp and then tackled the servant. So, yes, you've caught up by now, but you're probably out of breath.
1: Out of breath, I kneel down next to the unconscious servant and do lay on hands. Lay on hands is... uh... Paladin ability that I can grant hit points to the person that I'm touching to cure them of wounds, such as tackling bludgeoning trauma. And it says, my blessed touch can heal wounds. I have a pool of healing power that replenishes when I take a long rest. With that pool, I can restore a total number of hit points equal to my paladin level times 5. So I can restore up to 20 hit points. How many hit points? So this is like out of of character stuff. How many hit points is the NPC down by?
0: Uh... (laughs) Or do yeah, I know? Okay? Should I by?
1: medicine check to tell or? I...
0: Yeah, yeah, you g- know give what? Me a medicine check twenty. But I, I just will tell you that twenty.
1: He's... I'm like, here you go. Lay um, hands. You're probably okay now. That's what I got to give you. That's... He is a commoner. Yeah, take him. <laughs> and then I, I say to Ruby, like I look like I'm exerting a lot of effort because when you when you teach a child or a dog, you have to act. <laughs> You know. Okay. So I expend all of the hit points that I have to give and I act like I'm saving this person's life and I I fully expend all of the healing. So I've been watching Ranking of Kings, and right now I'm pulling a healing where I'm struggling really hard to put the green aura that's around me around the thing that I'm healing and there's like stress on my face and a little perspiration is coming off of my forehead and I say Ruby Yo, wait till ya... what a butler it could have died come back to uh, life come back to life and i shake them and i i hug them and i'm like please live does ruby
0: look ashamed a first of all give me a performance or persuasion check
1: your choice okay that is a 22 persuasion as i'm persuading her to Ooh. not kill her staff
0: <laughs> so she's she's definitely so interested good. Um uh, like she's definitely like um looking at you now. Like she like eyes kind of like wide open. Um give me an insight check to see like what whether your message really got through to her. Ten. Ten. Okay, I mean she she looks kind of like um startled because it's just like uh she's like, Oh, she she knows that she's in trouble.
1: Um kind of Oh, you're not in trouble, darling. You are strong and with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs>
0: She, she just goes, like, in Draconic, huh?
1: Oh, yeah, that was uh, uh, that was in uh Power? Responsibility?
0: Draconic. What? Yeah. She just goes, like, so, no, no tackling
1: servants? These are your people, and you must protect... This is weird, because it's in Draconic, so I'm not accented. But, okay. <laughs> These are your people, and you've got to protect them, Ruby. Use your power as your strength. Don't make it your weakness. Be responsible and protect the people who serve you.
0: My people, like... Like, Stella? Like, Aggie, Yeah. Avi, as well? And you? You're my people?
1: People you like are your people.
0: Mm. Willie said I could have a snack. This guy was bringing me a snack, so I... Wait, where is the snack? She let's, just kind of, like, yeah, um, let's she immediately kind of, um... <laughs> her, her attention span is, is, not very, is not very big.
1: That's fine. You gotta teach these lessons, like, a dozen times. Yeah, let's get you that. <laughs> Like, oh by the way, if a puppy's ever biting you, act like it's killing you. And it'll stop biting you, because it's not dumb. It just you gotta when you play, part of play is reacting. So
3: Yep. In the background of this scene, there's there's Nugget who saw Ruby tackle serve, and he's like, Okay, you're bigger than me, so this is a good example, and he's like head headbutting other staff in the knees, but he's small, <laughs> so it doesn't really do much.
0: <laughs> so he just like headbutts the um the butler. Who is a um, (laughs) tabaxi lady, and she's just like watching, like, "Uh, hello? Is there anything I can help you with? Um, Sir?
3: (laughs) One lesson learned, one lesson, yeah, not so much learned.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so then this, the servant who you just like brought back from being unconscious, he's just kind of like, um, for a second until the spell um, completes, he's just like, he rubs his head and he's just like, Oh god, these these Argentines, man. I I'm just glad that they pay me well, but I I might just take the rest of the day off. Um Okay, could he he just like uh shouts at Mia, could you maybe just uh tell the chef? Um and then like the the tabaxi woman, she kind of says, like, Oh, uh, I'm a bit busy right now, but hey, um, Derek can and then just points toward another Another, like, half-elf, who just goes like, uh, yep, on it, right away. Then just goes into the, toward the, where you expect the kitchen is. Um,
3: Chain of servants communicating, servant to servant to servant, <laughs> servant to servant until it reaches the kitchen.
0: Pretty much. Because Mia's just trying to keep, um, <laughs> Nugget from, like, biting her ankles off,
3: essentially. No, no, he's headbutting. He saw the chat to Yeah. <laughs>
0: oh he's he's trying to headbutt her she's just like kind of like pushing him away trying to be like gentle but at the same time like her her patience <laughs> as a customer service like staff is like really being tested here
3: <laughs> and that's and that's the moment where a dripping wet wing walks in slightly tipsy wielding his large cannon mr Willie, we said you said we're gonna blow up some trees
2: <laughs> it's snack time right now wing Maybe after snack
3: time. Okay, okay. Now come on, you look like you could use something to eat. Yeah, he does. He does look like a very squat. He, he's wet now, but he was still wearing his feather cloak, so it's just feathers stuck to his body, like drenched. You, wet cat, you know, wet cat. You know, they they become tiny.
2: Mm. Uh, cool. Uh, so then, Willie Well, you yeah, know, like direct Wang and Nugget over to catch up with Jade and. Or, uh, Not Jade. Sorry. Uh, Why am I blanking? No, it is Jade. I got it right. So many characters. Um, and uh, Ruby.
0: Okay. (laughs) So um, okay. Uh, it'll take a few moments for the snack to arrive, but during that, and like from your previous kind of encounter with her, we're gonna do a skill challenge. So, um, and this is gonna be just to see, like, whether Ruby's gonna, like, keep on, like, opposing your actions, or if she's going to, like, uh, just be neutral, like, I roll for it to see whether she wants to or not, or whether she's gonna do, like, everything you say and be obedient. So, yeah, this is gonna be a skill challenge. is gonna be ten. So, let's, let's roll initiative. <laughs> Six.
3: Sixteen. Sixteen. Seven.
0: Alright, so then it's gonna be uh wing, then Willy, then Jade, right?
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, and Ruby going after you guys. Okay, so and to remind the listeners away, uh and the players away that the skill challenge works is that you um <clears throat> you have to like you have to succeed in um in several skills four times in order to achieve a good outcome. If you fail four times, it's a bad outcome. It's like 3 and 3, it's a middling outcome. You can't use the same um skill twice within like a turn of each other and you can't use the same skill that a previous person used. I don't know if that makes sense, but that's how I understand skill challenges. <laughs> um so yeah, starting from the top, uh wing, what skill do you use? To Oh yeah, you can also expend a spell slot to gain advantage on a, a check. So what skill do you use to like, I guess um, make Ruby like you guys and want to obey you guys.
3: So, uh, just to clarify, uh, the, uh, the the end goal of this is to see who, which one of us is the cool parent that will follow, or which one of us is the responsible parent. Oh, just follow. to see if she's
0: gonna like, um, if she's gonna like help the group, like go with what they want, and just be like, um... <laughs> essentially, w- whether she's gonna be a bad toddler or a good toddler. Whether she's gonna be like nice and quiet and obedient, or whether she's gonna be naughty.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I don't know if if Wing would be helpful in that, since he would probably just you know be a bad toddler as well <laughs> if she starts being a bad toddler. Uh, okay. Okay, but I'll at least try to. I don't know I'll, I'll try to. Uh, I guess uh, keep her calm until the food arrives. Cause that's 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 what I can help with. Uh, so let's see. Ooh, I can I can entertain her until the foot laughs. Can I make a a performance check or or oh? Can I do acrobatic tricks?
0: Acrobatic tricks? Uh, sure. Sure. So roll for it.
3: All right, because I'm very good at acrobatics nowadays. Uh, that's alright. Uh, it's fifteen.
0: Okay, so that's above a ten, so that is a pass. Describe how what kind of acrobatics tricks Wings does to entertain Ruby.
3: Uh, so, uh, first we do the, uh, handstand, and then I jump, uh, push off with my hands, uh, make a backflip, land on my feet, then we do the, uh, uh a cartwheel around, uh, uh, around Ruby. Uh, what kind of tricks do I know anymore? Uh, is there something to juggle?
4: <laughs> uh,
0: sure. Like, you can, you can find just some random objects ar- around and juggle them.
3: Okay, I start juggling random objects.
0: You find a, um, an empty bottle, looks like a potion bottle, a, um, <clears throat> a spoon, a silver one, and what else? Just, like, I think one of the servants' belt buckles, We don't know why it's there, but you found it, so yeah, you juggle those things, and Ruby seems quite entertained by them. Okay, next, Willie. what do you do?
2: Hmm. Willie. Oof. This is risky, but I'm pretty good at it uh is going to try to tell her a scary story just to you know entertain her, using his intimidation and he'll act out all the parts playing off his sea monster bit from earlier
4: okay hey um, 21 so, like
0: trying to <laughs> it's 21 intimidation um mm-hmm. yeah you can see like okay so describe what you do first
2: uh, so, like I said, I'm just telling her a scary story, so it's like, oh, you know, I know a lot of sea monsters like that one in the pool. I used to know a sea monster that would eat whole boats. Munch, 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 munch. And all the people would be like, oh, no, it's a sea monster. And he would take them off to his secret island where he would make them do funny dances. Oh, ho, 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 ho. And the sea monster would laugh.
3: Ah, rah, rah,
2: rah, rah. And just, you know, just a vaguely scary story, but like, you know, appropriate enough for a toddler.
3: Like so, how the um, yeah, three
2: bears they- is ob- objectively terrifying. Or Little Red Riding Hood.
0: <laughs> it's actually so funny because some of these uh stories are actually like terrifying if you think about them. And <laughs> Yeah, I know exactly what we're talking about. Like, a scary nursery rhyme kind of thingy that's still, like, appropriate. So she's, like, enraptured. She has no idea what you're saying, because you're saying... Actually, no. She understands common, but she can't speak it. So she's just, like, uh... She's just, like, looking at at you and just, like, enraptured, kind of. And then at the end of it, she says, Sea monster? Um, and, like, yeah, she knows that you're not to be messed with. If you say something, a sea monster probably is going to attack her. So, yeah, she's intimidated. Um, Jade, what do you do?
1: Jade's goal is to tire out the baby. She's going to use her athletic skill to play, like, a running game. It could be Red Rover, if we've got enough people, if the servants don't want to... I guess they they don't want to die. Never mind. It could be tag. It could be whatever. But the goal is running. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, give me an athletics check, then. 14 plus 5 is
0: 19. Oh, yeah. Um... So she like at first tries to fly, but then like um but then like kind of a, a stern glance from Willie and then she starts running. And uh running like she's about as fast as you are, so it's it's not like as unfair a race, and then she's just like um <laughs> So then she she yeah, she she gets tired after a little while. You can see her panting a bit. She slows down after a bit of time, but she, she liked it. She was having fun running around.
1: Yay! Hopefully so, yeah, she that was... is ready for nap time. <laughs> that was three successes.
3: <laughs> Experienced parents over here are like, "Yeah, tactics." <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, and how about you, Wing? Uh,
3: okay. Uh, so, uh, hmm. Let's see. Oh, see, see uh, Ruby is a bit tired now, of course. So maybe something a little less active. Um, I will. Um. Oh, I'll see if I can. Uh, if if it helps, uh, if she if she listens better, if I uh, use uh, the voice of either Stella or Sterling. So I will use my uh, mimicry ability to mimic uh, Stella's voice and then Sterling's voice to see if that that helps with, you know, seeing how she reacts to that to see if it, if it, if it helps to make her listen.
0: Okay, and what is that? A performance
3: check? Uh, that is a deception check.
0: Deception check. Okay. Yes. Um, all right. Yeah. Do you see ten? Sure. Roll deception.
3: Okay, that's a seventeen. So I seventeen. Go like, Ruby, come on. Uh, you have to listen to these nice folks. They're so nice. Come on. That's and that's you, my who best is that, Stella your... voice.
0: Stella. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's what I had.
0: <laughs> okay. So um, so like Ruby like looks around to see if um, like where Stella is. And she's just like, uh, <laughs> actually, yeah, when you hear um, her saying, like, uh, Stella, where are you? Are we playing hide and go seek? Are you back? <gasps> and then she's going to go, like, looking around. Um, she's she's going to look behind the couch. She's going to look at various hiding spots. Um, but, yeah, that was four successes. So she likes you guys, and she is going to be a good child with you today. Yay. For the
1: most part.
3: Woo. Whoa. Yay.
0: <laughs> yeah. You guys were successful. Um and now she's just going like you guys are out of initiative. You can just do things at whatever you want. So yeah, now she's just going around various hiding spots. Um slower than she was before cuz she's a bit tired out from um Jade's whole like running activity. Uh but, yeah, she's pretty chill and she's not going to be attacking any more servants, thankfully. And um yeah, the servant that got tackled before, he's taking the day off. <laughs>
2: <laughs> We're pretty good at this. <laughs> <gasps>
0: yeah, and eventually, like during that time, they have prepared the raw slab of sheep meat. And as soon as she sees it, she forgets about the whole hide-and-seek and just starts eating it with, without abandon.
3: So what do you guys think? Fire-breathing kitten crash? Child daycare services? Can we make some money off that? Worth it? No? Yes. <laughs>
1: I could incorporate this into my daily exercise routine.
3: Running with children?
1: (laughs) Running with children.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Jay did a lot of running. (laughs) So I... (laughs) This is a pretty good exercise. Get your cardio in there, you know? (laughs)
3: Hey man, children have a lot of energy, you know? If you want to outrun a child, it's... Damn.
0: (laughs) Okay. So, um... Yeah, like she eventually finishes her meal and then a couple of servants come and like they're a bit apprehensive around her but she doesn't she just turns away from them. She's not interested in tackling them. They just come and clean up. And um yeah what are you guys doing during that time? You guys gonna just hang around in the lobby. You wanna explore other parts of the house, go snooping around.
3: We're gonna blow up trees. We're
1: gonna blow up trees. Yes, I think we we'll would enjoy <laughs> that. Let us go.
3: This is a great idea. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, kids love violence, so, like, if you're gonna. Right? You know, she'd laugh.
2: I mean, and she is a dragon, so, like, I'm sure she'll find it entertaining on some base level.
1: She might even help.
2: Oh, yeah, uh, she's going
3: help.
0: <laughs> okay, so, um, you guys are gonna go blow up trees.
3: Yes
0: so she, she is you know actually it, pretty dude. like tired so she's actually gonna try to take a nap but you guys can like carry her out oh. if you want or just leave her on the couch whatever
1: oh, we've gotten mm-hmm. to like five guys right so like out of character we let the kid nap for like an hour and then we can do
2: <laughs> yeah let's let the kid nap
1: <laughs> alright short rest for everybody
3: <laughs> do we also get paid for the time that the kid sleeps because that's a pretty good deal yeah, oh, do we yeah, get
1: that? Yeah, that's, like, long? the
3: whole incentive.
0: <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I like, think we have to ask... Uh, you guys have to get... You have to guys, like, have to ask Sterling, essentially. You hadn't arranged it with him beforehand, but, like, he could arrange it with you afterwards, essentially.
3: You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we're, yeah, you love, gonna... we're gonna do a short rest?
4: <laughs> yes. Yeah.
2: yeah, I am, um... I'm a little curious about that draconic altar. So, uh... I can do rests like basically in half the time. So if I could use the mm-hmm. other half of my short rest to like uh check out that altar, that would be that would be dope.
0: Okay. So um Yeah. That was the altar that was kind of outside on a in a little patio thingy. So yeah, you can do that. Just give me one second. So, yeah, you go out and you see this um this kind of gazebo. With an intricately carved, um, intricately carved metal dragon, um, like a statue, basically, and you can tell it's a shrine versus just a statue because you see that there is like kind of a starburst of light in the center that the dragon's holding, um, and it's just kind of like looking down at whoever is below it. This statue is about ten feet high. The gazebo is about fifteen feet high, and at the very bottom of the statue. Um, ...is a plaque with some writing in... You're the one who doesn't know Draconic, right? Correct. Okay, so you don't... So, yeah, it's in a language that's unfamiliar to you. There's also a little, like, basin at the bottom of it made of marble. The statue itself is made of uh, a gray metal. Like, a light gray metal. Looks like silver or platinum. But a whole ten-foot dragon made of platinum... Seems a bit expensive, but yeah, you can make an investigation check if you want to, if you want to like see more investigation, arcana, religion, whichever kind of check.
2: I mm, think arcana might be my best. Uh, yeah, uh I'm going to do investigation though. I want to see what that yields. So I'm just going to do an investigation. Like what is this? Cause I don't really know anything about religions. So.
0: Okay. So give me an investigation check.
2: Oh, uh, that'll be a 12.
0: A 12. Um, well, you can tell that with a 12, you can tell that this statue is not actually very old. It was like it doesn't show any signs of rust or even like dust or weathering that you would expect from outside, even though it's covered. Like you still kind of expect weathering if it stayed outside. Like the plaque is just very freshly carved. You can tell. Um, it's is very like crisp and clean, uh. Yeah, it does appear to have some kind of religious significance, but since you don't know that much about their religions, you can't really tell what it is. So yeah, that's the information you get with a twelve investigation. It's not very old, and it's for a religious purpose.
2: Uh, cool. I'll just sort of like appreciate it, and then uh, head back to the rest of the group wherever they are.
0: Oh, actually, wait. With with a twelve. You would notice that the area behind it, there is something more interesting about that. It's kind of like a like a stone slab right right inside of it. And um there are like very you can you can see some very faint lines traced on it in in patterns. But yeah, that, that's what that's what you'd see.
2: Interesting. I'll note
3: it for later. Uh but that'll mm-hmm. be about th- that about be about that. Yeah. So Wing wasn't really tired. He didn't really need a short rest for anything, so as soon as uh, Mr. Willy goes outside to look at the statue and he sees Miss Jade like relaxing, probably, you know, to keep an eye on uh, on Ruby as well. I'm gonna sneak off and explore the mansion. See where I can rustle up.
1: Okay.
0: Um like the servants are watching, so give me a stealth check.
3: Oh yes I will.
1: <laughs> and it's good Jade isn't with you for this because she has a negative one in her heavy armor. So you're,
0: like, yeah. disadvantaged or something,
3: mm-hmm. right? Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. That's an 18.
0: An 18. Uh, Well, they obviously no- notice you going up the stairs, but, like, they don't really think much of it. You go down a corridor where you don't actually see a lot of... Um. Actually, wait. Are, are you, like, going to explore the upstairs? Or are you going to, like, explore the areas around the lobby and try to go in- into one of those rooms?
3: Oh, no. I'm thinking upstairs.
0: Upstairs? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, okay, so then you go upstairs into a, a corridor that, you, that, like, you don't see many servants on, and no one seems to give notice, they seem to have forgotten that you were there. Since, like, you kind of spent some time just snooping around, just looking around, and then they eventually just got, eh, he's just gonna be there. And, yeah, you go down this pretty long hallway. Um, there is a door to your, to your left, one to your right, and one, and, and a staircase leading down. Which way do you go?
3: Is one of the doors uh, very fancy-looking or more fancy-looking than the other?
0: Uh, they're both pretty, like, simple doors. Um, one of them has, like, a little blue kind of icy card flower on it. The other one has a lightning a lightning bolt on it.
3: Ooh, I, I go in the one with the lightning bolt.
0: Okay, so uh, you try the door, and it's locked.
3: Hmm. Qu- quickly looks at inventory, see if there's lockpicking tools. <laughs> <sighs>
4: uh,
3: I do not. But what I do have is a particular set of skills that I've acquired over a long career.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> that make me a nightmare for doors. Uh, I uh, uh, I would like to use my expert forgery ability to uh, recreate a set of lockpicks using my... Uh let's see, there I got I got some wood carved tools, gonna make some wooden wooden lockpicks.
0: Wooden lockpicks, I see. Are you proficient in thieves tools? No. <laughs> okay. And he said it was a forgery kit? Okay, so then make a forgery kit check. I would say that would be a dexterity check. You can add your proficiency if you're proficient in forgery.
3: Uh I'm not proficient, but at least I get advantage on all things I do to recreate uh, uh objects or forgeries. So that's pretty nice. If I see it, I can recreate it. Uh, So that's a 17.
0: 17. All right. And are you going to, like, look at this? Are you going to, like, study this door? Or are you just going to, like, just immediately go and pick the lock?
3: Oh, yes. Immediately go and pick the lock.
0: Give me a dexterity saving throw. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's a 12. A 12. Oh, boy. (laughs) Because it does have a glyph of warding on it.
3: Um, (laughs) Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> oh,
0: boy. Another dice for this. Okay, that's um, 23. So you take 30 points of lightning damage. Oh, what? okay. <laughs> you guys just hear kind of like an explosion, like a <laughs> kind of like lightning explosion coming up from upstairs.
2: <laughs> uh, Willie immediately pulls his sword, runs to Jade and goes, Watch Ruby! And goes up to, towards the sound of the explosion. But did they get the door open though? Because I am
3: still conscious.
0: Uh, unfortunately, not. Because like it happened as soon as you touched the lockpick, makeshift lockpick to the, the lock door. Okay.
3: <laughs> I have two hit points. We're good. We're fine. I'm not a rogue. I don't know what traps are. <laughs> hmm. Okay. I guess not this door. I go to the other door.
1: Oh. So you're still conscious. <laughs>
3: Oh yeah, I got two hit points, I'm good.
1: <laughs> I've got well, two hit points, uh, I'm good.
2: <laughs> the only one that matters is the last one.
0: <laughs> are you guys, like, rushing up the stairs, or, um... Yeah, are you guys, like, going to see what the explosion was?
2: Uh, yeah, I, I figure I would, like, uh... I mean, did it, did the explosion wake up Ruby?
0: Uh, look at
2: me. Ooh.
0: I'm gonna see if make a perception check for her nope she's still sleeping
2: i guard the sleeping <laughs> okay. child okay yeah then i will go alone and then because i don't know it was weighing so i'm thinking there might be a you know from what i know there's a racist dragon or a drag draconically racist neighbor so i'm like i don't i don't know what's going on right now uh so yeah i'll go up alone sword drawn Eldritch Blast just bubbling in my other hand like Skyrim. And, like...
0: <laughs> hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm a fan of Skyrim, so I have, like, the perfect... Uh, I have the visual for this. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and you see, actually, like, some of the servants have been alerted, and they're just kind of, like, muttering to each other and then running over to to it. Um, okay, yeah. Like, you get there along with the servants. Uh, and you just, like, see a like a black kind of like mark on the, on the ground where wing was like a wing shaped like a wing outline in, in the center of it and a few like of the parrot feathers just like singed
2: um. I'm just picturing like when they'll do like a picture of like a bird that's grabbed an animal out of the snow and you just see like the wing outline and like yeah. the yeah just the yeah. outline of a bird burnt into the floor <laughs>
0: That's what you see. Um and the next door is, is open. Because, Wing, that other door was um was unlocked, actually. That was that this is Stella's room. <laughs> and you can see it's like it's a pretty big room, you know? Like it's a nice big fancy room with like a four-poster bed and a bunch of like uh girly things there. Um a bunch of liquor bottles kind of like hidden under the bed. Uh <laughs> You can investigate her room if you want. Um, but yeah, like, Willy, when you, like, turn around and look, you see, like, Wing is, like, a bit, like, definitely shaken. Some sparks kind of, like, flying off of, of him and just standing in the center of Stella's room.
3: I mean, since you said liquor bottles, I'm imagining he, he turns around and he sees uh, the blacked Wing just sitting against the bedpost, like, chugging the bottle, bottle of liquor, like, I found this fancy bottle. Look, 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 look.
2: Wing. What are we doing, man? What are, what are we doing here?
0: And, get, um...
4: Oh, yeah, go ahead.
3: Oh, get, get out of Stella's bedroom. <laughs> I don't know if it's Stella's bedroom. You don't know. I found this fancy bottle, though. You want another? Well, of course I do. But come on, Ring, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I try to grab all the bottles and run to Mr. Willy.
2: <laughs>
3: oh, no.
0: Um, do, do you try to like cover up your tracks so that she doesn't know that you're in her room, or do you just like um, quickly leave?
2: Why would I do oh. that? Willie's very polite. He'll leave a note.
0: <laughs> Aw, well, that's nice. Dear
2: Sister Stella, unfortunately, we have robbed you. Please meet me at the Guildhall or Tanningsh's Manor, and we will replace what we have stolen. Best regards and dearest wishes. Wing and Willy. And then in parentheses, from work.
0: (laughs) Good that you made the distinction. Who knows how many people named
2: Wing and Willy? She's a popular young girl.
4: (laughs) You're not. You're not. (laughs) Um.
0: So, yeah, like there's just a few like blackened parrot feathers there. Like a lot of your parrot feathers are still intact, but just a few of them have turned like black from being and like are all frizzy and stuff like this. Like, okay, now you have a fringe look to you. Um, Ooh. wing. And you so wing first, give me a constitution saving throw.
3: But oh,
0: because you're drinking some hard oh. liquor of Stella's.
3: <laughs> okay, so that's a one. Mm.
0: Uh, okay, we'll get back to you, um...
2: <laughs>
3: mean, uh,
0: Willie, does alcohol affect you? Because I know that um, you're...
2: so I resist poison and advantage against poison, disease, and death saves. So I just have sort of flavored that as a general resistance to alcohol. But, okay. like, if we count it as a poison, then, you know, I'm good. If we don't, then I don't.
0: Alcohol is a, min- a mild poison, and, um, like, it technically gives the poisoned condition. Uh, so, yeah, I would say give me a constitution saving throw with advantage.
2: Haha, <laughs> I definitely needed that, because the first one was a two. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, that'll be, I think, an 18. Ooh, 18. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, you're you're good. Even though, like, you can drink a, pretty much a bunch of this stuff, and you won't get drunk very easily off of it. Like, it'll take you more than a bottle. <laughs>
1: That's
2: surprising because
0: it's pretty, it's pretty strong.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But a a very handy skill when your roommates with Tanage are (laughs) Goodfellow.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. like Willie has lots of practice.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So uh, he'll do the thing that uh, the player has definitely never done in real life where you aggressively finish someone else's bottle because they're too drunk, and you're like, I can handle this, you need to stop drinking. And I'll uh, be like, oh, Wing, give me another slug, glug, glug, glug. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, Wing, once again, we'll get back to you, but during that time, like, some servants have come in, and they're just like... <gasps> Hey, don't try to go into Master Sterling's room. He puts magical traps on his on his doors. Like there are more than one. Are you, are you guys all right? And Wing, you're actually unconscious.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so like he just sees this blackened, um, like bird kind of thing. Is just like oh, that's what it was, kind of. But like he's just like, is is he all right To Will
2: Truly, I'm not sure. <laughs> But I do believe he'll survive the night yet. And uh, I'll pick him up, carry him over to Ruby, and just nestle like uh, Russian nesting dolls. Like, Ruby on the outside, Wing on the interior, and then Nugget at the very center. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
0: Uh, So yeah, Jade, you see this scene, you see the unconscious um, Wing being carried back to... um... Yeah, like, back to where you are, and then you heard the explosion, like, you see uh, Willy coming, and, yeah, some servants kind of after them, and then they're kind of, like, more of them, make sure that no one goes that direction. Yeah, what are you doing, Jade?
1: Can I do an insight check to see how much Jade understands? Uh, sure, yes. That is a natural one, I think I don't understand anything. I think I don't. Oh. Uh. uh DM, how do I interpret the situation?
0: So, um, here, to recap, basically, uh, you you saw, like, Wing kind of just, like, going off and doing his own thing, uh, eventually lost sight of him, you heard an explosion, uh, you saw Willy get up and, like, go after him, you heard some of the servants, like, clamoring toward the sound of it, and then, like, a few minutes later, they come back down the stairs and, uh, Willy is carrying Wing, so, yeah, like, that's what you, that's what you see, how do you you don't quite know what's going on but how do you react to it
1: well with an insight of one and with that information i think i i incorrectly assume that we are being attacked that means that i run to wing and assuming that he's just completely dead now uh keep running past you if only you
3: had some lay of hands left (laughs)
1: I have cure wounds, but I'm not going to use them because I'm incorrectly interpreting the situation. And I run past you up into the mansion to the blackened thing and, and perception. So I spend a few turns just like being like, where's the enemy?
2: Well, w- Willie would have whisper yelled at you, like still carrying wing as you run past. Like, Jay, no, no, Jay, no, 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 no. no."
1: Okay. So then I stop and I'm like, no, it's mm-hmm. over here. <laughs> oh
2: Gosh, no, it was just wing being a bad little bird.
1: <gasps> oh, that makes sense. I switched to common because I'm talking to you. And I'm like so is there is is no enemy?
2: No. Oh, Wing just appeared to get himself exploded and then hammered in quick succession. It'll be fine.
1: Oh. Then I cure wounds on Wing. I have uh, never used before, so I'm going to have to read.
0: Okay, so uh while you're rolling that it turns out that like through this commotion Ruby slept through the explosion but then having uh, <laughs> having Wing placed kind of next to her she she wakes up and like hearing people like running around she's just like huh what's happening and then she like she's gonna try to bite Wing because she doesn't know what's going on
1: oh I <laughs> would I would definitely stop her because I'm I'm cure wounds on Wing so I'm like Ruby Ruby uh, and so it says a creature I touch regains a number of hit points equal to 1d8 plus my spellcasting ability modifier which is 2 plus 3 is 5 so you get 5 hit points and I bat away the dragon trying to bite you yeah um... uh, if you're undead or a construct this would have no effect on you and then I would like to as the DM of the episode that gave you this remind you what happens when healing magic gets used on you wing
3: oh yeah it's only a half
1: yeah so I'm uh, DM, can you roll a D twenty?
0: D twenty. Okay, we'll roll a D twenty. Uh, thirteen is my roll. It works. So is it high or low?
1: Yeah, it worked. Oh, yeah. that's Sweet. good.
3: So is it still have to or doesn't it work at all, or?
1: If it had been a one through ten, it would have failed.
3: Ah. Yeah. And uh.
1: revivify just flat doesn't work on you. Heads up.
3: <laughs> for oh, for no. two reasons even. <laughs> 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 because I also snorted something. Oh
1: no. <laughs> Oh my gosh, your body would become an undead and your soul would just, you'd wake up serving Bonaventura. All right, so the healing works and none of us are aware of this. Yay. (laughs) So
0: yeah, like, Jade, you can tell the healings worked. Wing, you're not awake yet. You're still unconscious because something's happening while, during, like, while you're unconscious. Um, (laughs) And, and, uh... So...
3: We're good. We're good.
4: (laughs) It's probably
0: fine. So, uh... Everything's Uh, fine.
2: Hold on. So,
0: Jade, give me a, um... Give me an athletics check just to see if, like, you're gonna prevent Ruby from biting him or not.
1: Yeah, I start wrestling with Ruby, so that is 8 plus 6 is 14. 14? I'd like to grapple check Ruby, and we're just gonna do, like, a a little mini backyard WWE match with this toddler. (laughs) So, like,
0: um yeah you do overpower her for a second, and like she um she is pretty strong, you feel like she's roughly resisting, but then immediately she finds this more fun than biting a a partially blackened uh bird uh thingy, then <laughs> you guys wrestle for a bit and wing, so as soon as you had um drank that alcohol and fallen into that unconsciousness and slumber. You um you hear a familiar voice in your head. You hear the voice of Bonaventura Halavi.
1: Should we take our says, headphones off?
0: Uh it's it's up to you. You can you can listen if you want, you can take your headphones off if you want. But just so you know, like only Wing hears this. Willie, he
1: join me, they'll leave us back in.
2: Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I was just gonna say so, I'm gonna so yeah, take, take mine off. We'll otherwise I'm gonna in. get too opinionated.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, um yeah. Wing, you hear in your head the voice of Bonaventura Halavi saying, Ah, back to some old vices, I see. And you kind of like, you're looking down, you have your feathers back, you're kind of in a um, an office with him, sitting down on, on a chair, and he's just in front of you, just working on some paperwork. What do you say?
3: Oh, Mr. Bonaventura, you're, you're that guy you did, did, did I deal with. Hello, how are you doing? My yeah, uh, my copper started to stop at falling. Do you know anything about that?
0: Oh, yes, that's what I wanted to do this um meeting in your in your head with you about actually uh, so yeah, it seems that you've noticed that, haven't you, that you haven't been getting any money for since since today? Well, that is because I noticed that you haven't been recruiting anyone, so I'm not getting any money. so I want to just have a little chat with you about the situation, you know. And make sure, like, is everything alright? Like why are you not recruiting people? I see you're still alive.
3: Oh yes, I am very alive. Also, for the the inside of my head, that's this is looking pretty good for the inside of my head. Uh well uh was I supposed to be recruiting people? Like do you need more souls?
0: Oh yes, yes. Um that was part of the deal. You were um in order to get the million gold over time, you have to be actively recruiting people. Actively getting them to join this uh this business venture, this very profitable to all of us business venture. You liked that little rain of coppers on your head, didn't you? You found it useful.
3: Oh, oh yes, I did. Yes, I did. It was very nice. The, the money was good. Yes. Is this the, the 8% return thing you had going on?
0: Yes. And the more people you return and the more famous people you, um, you sign on to this deal then the more you can earn from it. So maybe one day it will be two coppers falling from the the sky instead of one. (sighs) But right now you have none because you haven't been recruiting anyone. So selling your soul, having all these bad things happen to your body and your family, was it for nothing? Or are you going to make it be for something?
3: Oh, no, I probably just ate something bad. I had a little bit of a rash, so don't worry about that.
0: Oh, are you talking about your feathers um, falling out and uh, Master Salvaticus's illness and wings spots on his n- head now? Wait. Or, sorry, Master and and, and
3: n- n- Nugget and Mr. Sylvaticus are sick?
0: You didn't notice? I mean, Nugget was... I mean, I, I saw through your eyes that Nugget was a bit sluggish and who's having these weird spots on, on him. And ha- f- have you heard from M- Mr. Sylvaticus lately?
3: I mean, he has been a bit quiet, Yes.
0: Well, I would go check on him if I were you. But, yeah, your feathers falling off, those patterns appearing on your skin and everything. Yeah, that's, a, that's what comes with selling your soul. You, uh, you didn't know that beforehand? Before you made the deal?
3: Uh, you said it was something I didn't need. It soul was, was not worth anything. It was a good deal, you said.
0: Oh, yes, it is a good deal. Because you're going to get a million gold as long as you keep on recruiting people. million gold over several years. I mean, what was the price of a soul and just a few cosmetic impairments and, you know, a few family members not feeling well? Like, what's, what's that to a million gold?
3: Wing starts actively counting in his head, like family members, diseases. Da, da, da. No, no, I think that I think that's more than a than a million gold. Actually, yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure that's more than a million gold here. Yeah.
4: Well,
0: I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't advise trying to take legal action against me because I have some of the best lawyers. But if you do want your soul back I mean you can just pay me back what you owe the million gold or something equally valuable if you can't come up with a million because it's just a business transaction I'm holding your soul as collateral
3: well I, I don't really have a million gold right now but I'm sure we're earning a lot of money so can I just like, can I just like get it back and then I give you an IOU for when I have a million gold
0: no it's not going to work like that I'm going to need to see the payment up front Although, there is something else you could do for me.
3: Okay. What, what is that?
0: I have come into the business of some entities from another plane. Uh, they, They've been very profitable lately. I'm not sure if you've heard of the Akenblim. Does that um remind you of anything?
3: Oh, yes. I think I uh, I snorted some dust they left behind.
0: It ah, was, yes, it was dust. glittery. Yes. That is one of their weapons of choice, I'm willing to presume. But... Yes, I have, um, I have entered into business with some of these Akemblim, and I would like to know what collateral I can hold against them, because their souls, they don't belong to the material plane or hell, so if you could find me some kind of weakness of theirs, some something that will make them respect our ideals no matter what, then I would consider your debt to be repaid, as long as it's a weakness that I with my particular Infernal skill set can use.
3: Okay, so find eckenblim, find out what weakness they have, and then tell you about it.
0: Uh, yeah, they're weaknesses that I can use to exploit, and you're going to have to bring proof of that, because hearsay is not enough for me. I need the tangible proof, and I need to know that I can use it against the Achenblim, if they ever double-cross me.
3: I I, I can do that. I'm good at finding people. I'm sure I can find them and find something out. So, do I need to drink a lot of alcohol again to see you again? Or uh, do you have, like, just a calling address?
0: I mean, you can always always call my firm. I'm sure that the calling card number is somewhere. Or you can come to the um, SS Not My Daddy's Yacht. (laughs) And just pay me a visit if you see it in the... uh, In the marina. And yes, I know that the SS Not My Daddy's Yacht was not the original name of it, but I kind of like that one better because I paid for it. And yeah, if you could get me that and make sure that I get money to feed my cousins and give them nice gifts, then it would be good. So yeah, you can go back to your life, whatever you're doing, babysitting. All right. Anything else you want to discuss or another time?
3: Uh, I I want you to be able to to get gifts for your cousins. It's nice to get gifts for your friends and family. Uh, so yeah, yeah, i uh, uh okay, I will try to do that. Uh, if I happen to get a million gold, is that also still good, or do you just only want the 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 information?
0: Uh oh, the million gold. I mean, that's in exchange for information. I either the information or the gold or both. I mean, you can give me both, but it has to be one or the other, kind of like one or the other, both, not a th- hundred thousand gold and some information. I don't do partial deals like that. It's all or nothing.
3: Okay. Yes, all or nothing is good. Yes. Uh, okay. Now I will. Uh, I will get right on that, and then hopefully uh, people will not get sick anymore. And maybe I get some feathers back, cause it's kind of cold without feathers. Even though I have a nice dress of feathers now. Do you have you seen my new dress of feathers? It's pretty good.
0: And uh, as as you say that, um, the the dream kind of like fades, and you wake up just saying the dress of feathers.
3: The dress of feathers
0: and um <laughs> yeah the dress so of the... fetters
3: the dress of fetters the dress of fetters uh.
0: um, so yeah like uh, the rest of you suddenly um, come see Wing come to after he's been after he's been unconscious for a little while and he's saying what were you saying Wing
3: a nice dress of fetters I have a nice dress of fetters
0: that's what you hear him say as he comes to
2: Yes, you do, Wing.
1: Wrestles with child in background.
3: (laughs) Oh, uh, hello, Mr. Uh, Willie. Okay, you... Okay, I'm going to tell you something strange, okay? But you have to promise not to laugh. I don't think
2: canonically I've ever laughed
3: before. Why start now? Okay, Okay, that's good to know. So you know how some people have a soul? turns out that's valuable and you need it. Yes. Oh. Oh, you already knew that. Okay, good. Uh, yeah, so I just had a little conversation with someone that, uh, that, that, she gave me money, uh, that I might have made a deal with. Uh, turns out, uh, it was not food poisoning, uh, it was not skin rash, and it was also not allergies in eyes. It was not having a soul. That's why no more fetish. Yeah.
2: Hmm. Well, that's unfortunate. How do we go about getting yours back, my friend?
3: Oh, uh, that should not be a problem. Uh, 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 he said, I just have to get uh, uh, either uh, just a million gold, just a, a small loan of a million gold. Or, uh, uh, he, he said, uh, there were these, these people called Eckenbleem. Uh, I don't know really who they are, but I do know they lay some they, they leave behind some kind of dust every now and then, and if you snort it, it gets weird in your nose. Um but apparently, he has some kind of deal with those as well, and they're like otherworldly people. And He needs some information about their weaknesses that he can exploit, which which is probably just you know, he it's, it's just probably wants to make some pranks on them or something. Uh, and uh, so if if I can get some of that information for him, he said uh, that uh, he can give me my soul back.
0: Um, so as as like Wing is saying this, um, Jay, like you you heard Wing come to just like kind of like showing something about a nice dress of feathers while you're wrestling. Did you like um did you just continue wrestling or did you like manage to hear that or like come to
1: wings 8 or something?
0: Uh,
1: I mean, Jade has the least amount of information out of everybody on what is going on in the actual like meta story cuz I'm DMing all the meta story episodes. So like Jade mm-hmm. is not present for anything. Uh so she hears Ekenblim for the first time. And I guess okay. I was aware that you lost your soul because you mentioned it, but like.
0: So give me a general history check to see, so you can see how much Jade would know about this whole Eckenblim selling souls kind of business. 14? <laughs> 14. Fourteen. Uh, so I feel like with the 14, you've heard the word Eckenblim before, but you don't necessarily know what it is. But selling souls to. Other entities, you know that that's usually harmful. Um, other other information, like more specific ones, you can you can kind of like fill in what you would know, but that's like the gist of it. Like you'd know that it's like, bad to sell your soul and usually devils, demons, extra planar entities do that. So he's under some control of some extra plan- planar entity. And you've heard a Ken before, but don't know what they are.
1: Hmm. Not a big fan of devils because of my ancestry. Like, uh, I i don't know if I ever told you guys this, but you know, Sasha, my son, and Adele, my daughter. You know, they're my kids. They're 100% human, right? If you guys met them. I mean, yes. Yeah. I
2: didn't want to assume, but yes, they seem to be human.
1: <laughs> oh, no, this is out of character. Oh,
2: gosh. Oh, yeah. okay. No. okay. <laughs> um,
1: so, like, they're human because I don't want to pass on anything to them that would give them my life
4: Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) I don't want them to inherit my trauma so my wife had them with like a you know obviously I don't know I don't know how much of the birds and the bees you guys know but two ladies uh making babies uh how do I phrase this there's a third person she had a sperm donor yeah yeah she had a sperm donor
2: (laughs) (laughs) Again, Willie lives in Tanninger's house. Okay. So he's seen a lot of different combinations of people. Yeah. And is right. like, yeah, love is love. I get it. Okay. Okay. So,
1: like, <laughs> so, so when she hears devil and demon and soul selling and eck and Blim, like, it's not stuff I want to get super involved in. And I try to just, dist- I literally left a country where I was dealing with blah, 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 blah. So I'm just like, Well, you know, Ring, I am here for you, however you need me. But, uh, you know, you are free to make your own choices. So if you would like to sell your soul, you can. I recommend against that. Uh, Don't. Don't interact with devils and demons. They are uh, terrible people. (laughs) But, you know, so am I. It's all about the choices you make in life. But they make bad choices, too.
3: Oh, yeah. I think that's a little bit too late. I already done that.
1: Well, you know, such is life. We all like, take responsibility for our actions, eventually.
3: You're not a bad person, Miss J. J. You're very kind. You gave me a guilt.
1: Oh, why, well, thank you. I, I am a bad person, so... Literally.
3: <laughs> wing, will hu- wing will hug you. Oh, thank <laughs> you. No. Oh. no.
1: <laughs> yes, it's complicated, man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just pat you and you pat me and we both kind of are like your like feathers are rotting off and I've got like internal scarring. <laughs> We're just like, yep. <laughs> Group hug.
3: Aww. <laughs> One has internal pain, the other's external pain. Everybody
1: <laughs> Everybody
3: <laughs> oh, opens arm to to, to invite Willie as well. Uh, <laughs> wi Willie comes in and
2: hugs, but he is in, in his internal palace talking with any of the entities that he has made contact with inside of his own head, and is like, how do we fix this? We've claimed to be able to bring peace to this realm, and something is causing discord here to dear sweet thieving wing. (laughs) How do we help our friends? And then, like, so he's just, like, smiling and hugging, but, like, He's talking to the King of All Creation, Wilhelm the Wizard, Wild Willy, even Whirlpool William. Uh, <laughs> and uh, any other fun ideas I think of in the future, but I guess I would like to manifest this in an Arcana check, which Thanks. I'm not good at. So I will be using my flashback to add a d6.
4: All
0: right. So make your Arcana check with your added d6.
3: mm. With the information oh. I've given him, would that constitute a help action,
0: maybe? Uh...
4: Hmm? think of that. Like, yeah,
3: maybe combined with the
2: check I made at the very beginning of this episode, like trying to like do some theories on what's going on. Like I've been thinking about this for a while.
0: Yeah, um, you, you can take advantage, like, um, the information that Wing's been, like, it's kind of like the pieces of the puzzle. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that really changed a very middling check into something potentially impressive. Dirty twenty.
0: A twenty, nice. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, I mean,
2: not nat, just dirty, but a twenty nonetheless.
0: So, with the arcana check, what were you trying to kind of piece together or or find? Um, like, what was that arcana check kind of for? Ways okay. to help him.
2: So. Uh, yeah, I guess ways to help him outside of continuing to do what this devil or demon has asked, because clearly this entity is taking advantage of poor Wang. So like, honestly, one of an idea that Willie would have is just ask Tanager for a million gold, but like, that's a little bit of a pitch. Um, but he his first thought was like, "I don't want to help wing spy on these echo blim if it's only going to make the guy who already has him under his thumb more powerful so what sort of outsider weird magic could we do what's some one sort like fringe curse breaking essentially
0: Hmm. well um the, the deal that you know, with that check, you know that the deal that um, Wing made was something he made, like, just in between him and Bonaventura. Like, Bonaventura has full, like, ownership and control of his soul, and there's no deity that can kind of uh, fix that, like, can...
4: uh,
0: Yeah, like, no deity can kind of intervene. It's just between him and Bonaventura. Killing Bonaventura will just destroy Wing's soul, so that's, you know, that that's not an option, kind of, not a solution to this problem. Like it's an option but not a solution, per se. Don't uh, do that one. <laughs> <laughs> like if I mean you you could, but you'd destroy Wing's soul in the process. Uh you um you know that like maybe there's a way to make Bonaventura change his mind. Like yeah, like the, the devil like yeah, it was a deal that um Wing made with the devil. And just give him something profitable. More profitable than Wing's soul. And maybe he'll give Wing's soul back. And yeah, there are some things that the devil wants. Like like Bonaventura wants from Wing. Maybe giving those would satisfy the conditions. You know that devils are lawful entities. So they will uphold their end of the bargain. And Wing hasn't been upholding his end of the bargain. That's why he's not getting any coins. But essentially, yeah, if if Wing makes a bargain... With Bonaventura, that Bonaventura likes, he can get his soul back. So you know, that's the kind of stuff that you know with that check.
2: Okay. Um, So Willie will just internalize this. He doesn't have anything much to contribute, so he'll he'll just continue in the hug, and you know, like put this on his secret chalkboard for
3: later. Can I? Can I make? Can I make a suggestion? Would would the would the idea of like a, a heist movie involving stealing a soul from a devil be something that would pop up in your head? <laughs> I I mean yeah,
2: like the, the I it, I was more hooked on the idea of something that he wants, and then I'm like, okay, we just need to get one up on him, and you know, like figure out what that is. Steal his soul? I don't know. <laughs> There's yeah. always a bigger fish. Like, Reverse soul seating.
0: Like a, a twenty can get you a lot of information, but only so much. Like <laughs> maybe a devil has like just a a jar of souls, like in like in disenchantment, like Lucifer in a like yeah. Lucy in a mm-hmm. in a jar. Like maybe he just has a jar of souls, then you just take wings back and give it back to him. You just have to go to hell. Who, who knows? Maybe that's a cool. thing, but that's not thing. So heard of.
2: It, a new entity emerges from the shadows of Willie's consciousness.
1: Heist Willie
2: wet work wally he flips a dagger (laughs) in the air goes i got a plan
0: (laughs) is is that just like willie like breaking free from the hug and then flipping a dagger and saying i've got a plan is is that lazy
2: uh no wet work wally's more sly than that a much more natural smile comes on Willie's face in the hug. Earlier he did not know how to smile. But wet work Wally knows exactly what to do. Uh but yeah and then uh I mean you know Willie comes back after a moment, but a a a seed of a heist is now in Willie's head.
0: Yeah, uh just con the con man, you know? <laughs> you could just do that.
2: Oh yeah. Um so we've been hugging for a while Willie will eventually break.
0: I see. So then Willie's the first to break. Who's who's next? Oh, I, it's getting sticky. I stop.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you were hugging a, a slightly, still slightly wet, singed, electrocuted bird. So.
0: It, it's not a nice smell. It, it's really it's, not a nice mm, smell. <laughs>
3: yeah. I mean you say of the, the the cute first image of, of a wing in your head, but he's far from that nowadays, let's be honest here. <laughs> he's a naked Aww. bird. <laughs>
4: Aww,
0: so sad. <laughs> um, but yeah, like a, a few like a couple of parrot feathers cling to Jade's like uh, armor and um and like just a little bit of soot. Yeah, like some soot, bird sweat, water. Yeah, it's it's it is sticky. <laughs> the best word to describe it. Um, and and mm. Nugget had also joined you for the hug, but then he like, um, Willie almost steps on him. Mm. <laughs> and Nugget just like, phew, kind of like darts around. But a bit sluggishly, like you, you do notice that wing, that he is kind of sluggish. Like he's not, he's not doing the best. And mm. even though he liked the playdate with Ruby, like it still drained him a bit. Like he's pretty sluggish. He's just gonna jump up in your hood and
3: I'm just going to take him, hold him up, and go like, look what they did. Look how they massacred my boy. Oh, no. Don't worry, Wing.
2: We're going to take Bonaventure for all he's worth and get everything that's been taken from you back. Okay,
3: that sounds good.
0: All right, so yeah, during this time of plotting and stuff like this, it is getting close to the afternoon, which is when Stella said she would be back. Is there any thing that you'd like to do before um before the adventure ends because we are almost to the end of the story anything any shenanigans you'd like to plant in here around
2: uh, i mean willie just really this was a, a little bit stressful moment for all of us So almost like overcompensating really wants to make ruby has a really nice fun day for the rest of the time hopefully distracting our group from the sort of grim knowledge that we've gained in the past few minutes.
1: Yeah. We let her pick out her outfit.
3: Oh, <laughs> kids love that. <laughs> every, uh, every time uh, there is one of the servants uh, alone, uh, Wing will also just go up to them and go like, Hello! Do you have some spare gold that you would like to invest in a nice, nice adventure? Uh, I have been told it gives an eight percent return, but I'm not really sure if that's actually true. It might be a uh, a what they say a swindle, uh, but you can still invest if you want.
0: Uh, give me a persuasion check. I would say with disadvantage because you really don't seem convinced. Yeah, a persuasion check with disadvantage.
3: <laughs> there, there is no way I was ever going to be able to fulfill this part of the deal. <laughs> <laughs> an eight.
0: Eight. Uh, I'm just going to roll for it to see if one of the servants is desperate enough to just make any extra money. <laughs> no, like you, you see one person kind of like perk up <laughs> when he said 8% return, but then like when he said, oh, I'm not so, so sure if that's part of the deal. He's like, oh, he's like, oh, uh, thank you. I, I'm, I'm flattered that you would try to offer me a business opportunity, but I, I have found meaningful employment with the Argentine family. I, they, they pay me pretty well. Like it's def- it's above average salary, but thank you. For trying, I guess. Like, they actually give us good benefits, you know? Like, we have full health insurance, full dental coverage. Um, they Ooh. even provide... They even pay for daycare for my kids. Like, yeah, I think I'm set.
3: So what you're saying is I need to make a deal with the Argentine family. Because they have <laughs> money.
0: Uh, I mean, they would have more than I could offer you. So you can, you can try. But good luck trying to get uh, ladies, Zamfir on your side. She's... Uh, she, she's 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 very nice lady, but she can be scary at times.
3: So is 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 the lady of the house actually like in today, or have oh. we not seen her anything of her?
0: She she's been on a business trip for a week now. She oh. she never tells us where the trip is, but we never ask. She pays us, and we take good care of the manor. That's all we do. And this person that you've been talking to is actually the the butler, uh, Mia. Oh. It's
3: somewhere. like the. The the head of the servants? Something like yeah.
0: that? Yeah, she she oh. is. She does like kind of run the servants. Cool.
3: go, cool, go! Cool.
0: And then you hear another one, like uh uh a young like gnomish uh girl say, Oh, I'm just happy to be working for Sterling, Argentine and then she's just like all going fangirly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right.
4: His room's extra clean.
1: She's <laughs> like, "Oh, I get to clean his room. I'll just spend a little bit more time cleaning this." It's just like he actually lets some of us go in
0: there every now and then. Oh gosh! <laughs> like we have to, we have to like roll. Uh, we have to like place bets on on who's going to go in. Like uh, r- right now, it's like a gold whether or not I'm going to get it. You know, there, there's like a little betting pool, and then he draws every, every now and then a servant who gets to clean his room. <laughs>
2: The king of all creation speaks in Willie's head and goes, I think we need to start streaming. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: no. Because, yeah, like, uh, Sterling has a lot of uh, a lot of fangirls <laughs> and fanboys, mm. you know, because... Um... <laughs> uh. But, uh... Yeah, so you guys just have a bunch of, like, fun with Ruby. You let her pick out a new dress. She really likes the, um... The blue one, yeah, she she likes the color blue a lot. Um, like yeah, the blue one, kind of clear one. Uh, yeah, you it's, you and the tailor just like go and design a nice dress and have a fun evening. Do you blow anything up? Cause <laughs> any? Cause I remember there was talk of that earlier.
1: That it ends with fireworks, right? It has to end with fireworks.
0: Are, are you gonna show oh, Ruby some yeah. fireworks of the neighbor's trees, perhaps?
4: Or yes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I have this new I have this new crossbow thing. Uh, okay, there were air so codes, listener. <laughs> for for anyone listening, this is what you have: to picture. Think of the Disney movie Mulan, the the cartoon version, and they have like Chinese uh, firework tubes with a dragonet on top of it. That's the thing. Uh, so yeah, we 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 go outside at the end of the day. I I take out the 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 dragon's gun bowgun. And I pointed at a couple of trees, and I'm like, "Fire away!" And um, then a very it's...
0: important thing. Are you go- are going <laughs> to do this on the on uh, one of on the Argentines' property, or on one of the four neighbors? Because you have four We op- have three options for neighbors. You have some people who are moving in, like next door, who are just building their house, kind of. Um, you see them bringing things like carousels, and here, like you, you saw, you saw a carousel. like um, as you were kind of going, yeah. You saw a carousel passing the the house, um, at some point during the day, when you were outside, like in the pool. You didn't really think much of it, but yeah. Then there's Ernst Lee. Then there's Leila Ebelgard. So who who would you, so who are who are you setting um, what are you setting fire to? Who are you committing arson to?
3: I think uh, Stella mentioned one of the neighbors who, uh, who who was supposed to cut on his trees or, trees or something, and he didn't do it.
0: <laughs> uh. Wait, what does
2: Willy...
3: someone mention? Oh, someone mentioned
2: that it was okay to blow up somebody else's trees. I do not remember the name of them.
0: It was it was one of the twins. <laughs> like, oh. if you asked them, they wouldn't know because th- that's how connected those twins are. They're they're twins. Um one of them said that. So yeah, like uh he was Well I'm gonna say it was Sterling. He was pointing toward um like Layla Applegard's
2: house. Yeah, that was the one. I couldn't remember the person of the house we were okay to blow up's name. I, I was pretty sure it was Sterling, but... Uh, you know what, Wing? You've had a really rough day. Just go for it, my man. <laughs>
3: this this is all going to turn out very disappointing. Because <laughs> it's not that impressive, actually. Okay, <laughs> so I go outside. I, I point my, my uh, dragon's wrath weapon at uh, the one of the trees from uh, Leila. Uh... Wasn't she also the one that kind of sent us here to he. go? Yeah, he. He. yeah, yeah. Hmm? Hold on a second here. I
2: think I might have something more fun. Ooh. How strong is this cannon?
3: Uh, it's it's technically just a, a magical crossbow with a cool design. It it will eventually it gets very impressive, but right now it's just a magical crossbow. I, I can oh. I can let let Wing do some ice thing on it, and that's about it. Dude, blow me up. <laughs> Well, he asked for it. Okay. (laughs) Turn it on Mr. Willy.
0: DM Uh, is trying to process what is going on.
2: (laughs) We're avoiding property damage. (laughs) We're being responsible kittens. Uh, So, of course, Willy will climb up to the top of their roof, jump off, and then midair, attempt to hit me with the crossbow and blow me up.
3: (laughs) Okay.
1: I was just saying WWE earlier. I didn't actually mean we should do it, but okay. Are we trying to land in a pool or on a trampoline?
2: Uh, Yes, no, pool. Yeah, blow me up and then I'll fall into the pool. And
0: Jade, while they're doing this, what are you doing?
3: (laughs) Can you add a thunderous smite to my weapon? I
1: could. I could. I think I'm going to make a thunderous smite crack of thunder, peel through the air, (gasps) And shake everyone down to their boots. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Yay! Fire away! Like the the dragon's mouth opens and Casper bolts come out, and I let uh, uh, Nugget use his reaction to add ice element to it. Uh, all right, so I'm gonna try and hit you. Let's go. Uh, that's an 18 total on the on the attack. Oh, that hits. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So I inflict, uh, let's see, six magical piercing damage and two ice damage. That's it. Perfect.
1: <laughs> and then the thunderous smite goes boom. <laughs> and I'd like to hope that Ruby joins in with some fire and ice firework explosions. Yeah. And they go crackle, crackle, boom, boom. And so the whole sky is lit up with sparkles and then it goes thunderous,
2: Boom. Yeah. And then you have Willy midair center of the explosions <laughs> above a pool. It freeze Not frames. Not even bloodied, by the way. Nice. Yeah. Just freeze oh. frame.
1: Yeah. It freeze frames and underneath like scroll epilogue text. <laughs>
2: Yeah. went on um, to under, go to college.
1: <laughs> um,
0: under Willy, you see like uh, you, you see a small um, red and silver dragon shooting up two pillars of uh, one one fire, one ice shards, like up at Willy. Like it, it looks like a scene from it looks like a Renaissance painting from like an ancient hero's thing. Um, it's it's absolutely this is an absolutely glorious cutscene. <laughs> As um, oh yes, and Jade, you have some
1: epilogue text. It scrolls really fast. You can't read it. <laughs> okay.
2: Billy yeah. um. really later went on to rule the realm as king of all creation and rules upon a throne of skulls.
0: <laughs> and then there's also just the disclaimer, like, um, kids, do not attempt this at home. Uh, do, do not involve children in explosions or use people as fireworks. Like, you just see the whole disclaimer.
2: Don't yeah. use anyone who's not undead as a firework. Yeah, unless you're already a zombie. <laughs>
3: do not let someone shoot fireworks at you. Don't break into people's rooms and steal their drinks.
2: <laughs> yeah, don't do anything that you saw in this episode today.
0: <laughs> um. Yeah. So, this was the um. So th- the adventurers have come to the end of this adventure, and um, joining us today were Jade. Goodbye, Willie.
3: Woo
0: and wing and nugget
3: it actually did a boom
0: <laughs> all right so um thank you for joining us on fire breathing kittens and stay tuned for what happens next bye
3: bye, bye. bye.
2: Listen to the Around Comics podcast every week for the not-so-latest
3: news in comics culture. In fact, we don't usually have any news. Heck, we might talk about a comic that came out 25 years ago if it strikes our fancy. Even we don't know until we sit down. That's what happens when three friends get talking about everything from Marvel to DC, indie comics, TV, movies, and beyond. Come hang out with Sal, Chris, and Tom at AroundComics.com. And just relax for once, nerd. Search for Around Comics wherever you listen to podcasts.
2: Do you love God? Do you love power? Do you love the divine light that commands us all? Then put your coin behind the sunblades. We are the might of the world.
3: hello hello ladies
1: and gentlemen this is your girl mitzi and i am from mitzi let's think about it i'm here just to promote my show just to let you know that if you are an individual that is interested in knowing your emotions better then tune on in if you're an individual that likes to break the barriers and understand taboos and why they are taboos well then this is the show for you i love to break down emotions and taboos so that we can fully understand them in a way that makes sense to ourselves hope to have you guys stop by so that we can think ...about these things together.
4: Bye! Hey legends, if you are into pop culture, goodness, old and new... ...then the Here's Otters Vlogs and Reviews podcast is for you. On this show, you're going to be getting uploads from the 70s, 80s... ...up until the present day. It's going to be a lot of fun. You're going to get movies, TV shows, motivation, inspiration... ...stuff from YouTube, you name it, it's going to be on the show. Also, there's my website coinsagemedia.com for everything else that's going on so please check out the show and i hope you enjoy it